The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Hello, good time of day to you, ladies and gentlemen. You have downloaded episode 37 of the Gutter Skypes, and we thank you for it. What you have here now is the conclusion play session 11 of Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies. Yes, the story comes to an end with this particular Gutter Skype session. So, crediting the cast, playing Captain Zafiri Carlos and his Mark Kinney of the Any Award-winning All Games Considered, playing Pard is Andros, playing Karuk is Blind Geek, playing Ravenna is Nikki, and I GM'd the thing, and there we have it. Okay, now that we have a front license plate, let's look at the vehicle. Please enjoy. Hello? Right now, there's a special part. Oh, there we go, Mr. K. Hello. Yeah. Excellent, gotcha. Hey. All right. Yeah, when I actually have the microphone plugged into the computer, it it, it works wonderfully. Oh, there we go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, God, what am I saying? I got nothing to laugh at. I've done stuff like that before. Yeah, so have I, but I laughed at it anyway. Oh, I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I substitute most of the time. I just substitute it for muting myself uh, constantly. <laughs> All right. So where's... Uh, she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to play with us anymore. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Oh, she's rebelling because she knows this is gonna probably be the last S7S. <laughs> she did say she was gonna do that, didn't she? Yep. She said she was gonna play hooky to keep it from. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know. Well, we'll show her. <laughs> <laughs> it says unable to connect. Shoot, the way we work, it may not be the last one, whether we want it to be or not, because, uh... Well, I, yeah, we, I mean, I... I, <laughs> <laughs> I have my plans. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, um, Mark's right about minions, and I think he is. Um, I'm opening up a new window to check my email to see if, in fact, she has sent a note saying, Oh, my God. <sighs> Oh, I got one thing to ask about M-Force. M-Force, <laughs> the second game. Okay. Ass Monkey? <laughs> it's in the book. Ass Monkey? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's in the book. Oh, my God. In the book. Lord help us all. Why? Did they have, the, like, did you have the thing with, with the, like, T-shirts, too? Um. Hello? No, we 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 did the, we had some fun with the t-shirts in the first. Oh no, that wasn't that game. Yeah, we did mention t-shirts actually. I don't know if it's what you're thinking of, but oh, I remember uh, the character well, being they were, pissed off about. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Related to they were related to the ass monkeys. Oh <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I was kind One of, of the, the. Sorry, going. 
I was just going to say, I was kind of thrown by the whole ass monkey thing in the first place. So anything about the t-shirts, I just, I don't remember that. I was too busy going, what? what? Yeah, there, was, uh, there was a very early Quags book. It was just called Stuff. It was the Quags e-equipment guide, basically. It was a small digest-sized, like, con- construction paper cover, that kind of thing. And they had the ass monkeys in in there. Uh one of the things that you got with them was a T-shirt that says, I have a monkey in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. So what's the premise for this game? Yeah. Well, <laughs> actually... Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it's a... Uh, it's a you're, you're monster hunters. But the ass monkey thing is actually from the Quag's second edition, uh, which is just your generic system rules. It's not part of the M Force game per se. Oh. Well you threw it in anyway. <laughs> well <laughs> Pat did. He was he he was looking through the book and he just said, Oh yeah because I said, Does anybody have any equipment they wanna they wanna have with them before you know when you know when when you guys go and he said, Yeah, I've got I've got my I've got an ass monkey. And we all went <laughs> What? <laughs> and he said, it's in the book. <laughs> I'm sorry, that just completely, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that is, uh, the, the, that's, that's like, that's not out of left field. That's like, um, that's from the parking lot. That's from the bus parking lot. Sounds uh, like he turned yeah. out to be one of the people you all were supposed to be hunting. <laughs> <laughs> I think I yeah. actually made a comment to that effect. I think I said something like that. That sounds like it's more of a monster than a piece of equipment. And then we just kind of yeah. let it uh, let yeah. it go. <laughs> yeah. There yeah, were the a couple of other things from... Uh, just go on. Uh, the, the, only, the mention of T-shirts that I recall from that particular session is uh, the, the M-Force group itself claiming to have T-shirts for their particular team <laughs> and uh, Nikki's character being pissed off that she didn't get one. Ah, about it. Okay. Yeah, the the M Force, the Junior M Force shirts that they, yeah, because <laughs> hmm. they're they're yeah. gonna be they're gonna be uh, checking out a closet of a child, and he says, yeah, we'll just throw in a couple of Junior M Force T-shirts and you know give the kid a shirt, and then and she says, I didn't get a. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> Yeah, we had a blast with that one. That uh-huh. was... oh, you, yeah, you got to hear this. That this episode two is just like uh, okay. Now that they're off the uh, now that they're off the uh, launching pad. Yeah. It's that... like, holy crap! <laughs> yeah. I I I have I have heard this because of course I had to edit the thing, and I still found myself listening to it afterward and. Not just listening to it afterward, but laughing genuinely hard laughs at certain things, even though I knew they were coming. Mm-hmm. And it, it just <laughs> didn't matter. There was there are just some parts of that that uh, that just man, they just I I love it as as the GM. I love it's like I'm setting up the pins, and now I get to watch them just knock them down, and and and. Uh, well, that's just good chemistry for your group. The fact yeah. that you can do that means that you can sit back and you've got a group of people that know how to have fun with it and run with it, and it's really mm-hmm. evident when you listen to it. Yeah. Excellent, excellent stuff. Very funny. Yeah. 
Yeah, we also, I noticed, earned more than I think any of us have thus far. We earned the explicit tag that you put on the, uh, on oh, the yeah, gutter I Skypes. Could. They go on every one of them, whether we're, you know, really saucy or not, just so that, you know, what the hell, just relax. Yeah, well, yeah, and I, I just want to, I, I hope it won't bother you, we, we, uh, I, we kind of let the reins off on that, uh, so I just told him, you know, he puts the explicit tag on, and we're all adults, don't strain, don't restrain yourself, just go for it, so, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. It has to be there. It has to be. Otherwise, when when Captain Carlson says, uh, it wouldn't have nearly the amount of impact it had if Captain Carlson had to say, doo-doo happens. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, and I think one of the greatest lines in the entire session... Hello. Hello. Oh. Sorry to interrupt. Come Ooh. on. The, no, it's okay. She made it. Oh. Are you okay? It's... Yeah, I'm sorry. I've, I've been here for a few minutes. I'm sorry I'm late. Oh, no worries. No worries. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Did you have, do you have tea? Are you relaxed? I do have tea. That was kind of pushing me over in the late edge. But yes, I do have tea. Thank you. Good. Good. <laughs> you know, he says no worries, but we're all ready to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry to the sharks, we will. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I had I to scream. I was on time, and then I saw my computer, and I'm not on time, so... I was sorry. screening their wrath like a fire guard. <laughs> defending you. The swellest right friend ever. <laughs> Grovel, 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 a thousand apologies. So. Hey, you're here, we're here, everybody's here, and, we, and here. I can hear everyone, and I'm knocking, what does I say? But then I stomped all over <laughs> Eric's story, so I'm shutting up, so you oh, can finish. Okay. I was just going to say it, and, and, and I'm not going to give any con, I'm not going to give, shut up, computer, I'm not going to give any context uh, <laughs> You guys, to, to, to find out where, where this, what leads up to this line, you'll have to listen to the session, but I think the best line in that session had to go to Pat. When he said, and Nikki, that's, that is called cock blocking. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. pretty funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I remember that. Just, the timing was, in, was just dead on. It had, oh, it had us on the floor. So, your, your, your folks are savvy. <laughs> I've learned so much in this game. It's very <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Well, that's okay. Great. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, man. How okay. is everybody? So I'm lagging behind. Good. Missed the everybody's groovy? Good. As mm -hmm. well? Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I got dogs. They're misbehaving. They're right in here with me. They're you gonna duct taped them to the wall? I saw that. I tried to. They didn't <laughs> cooperate. They chew through it. <laughs> you got to use staples, too. Duct tape and staples. Oh, to quote Monty Python, they kept wriggling about owling. <laughs> <laughs> so you took them down again. Mm. Oh, all right. Well, let's see. What the hell? I checked iTunes this afternoon. Yeah. Still... There's still only five reviews. Oh. Hey, you got a crap load of new email though. There's yes, there's plenty of there. Uh, there's emails and uh, forum entries, and I think we got I think we got four of them. All right, right here at the top, in the beginning, as we do, 
emails and forum entries for feedback to the gutter skypes and first one up is from Jim B and I believe Blind Geek has that one if you would please <laughs> how <So> nice <laughs> so I'm full of cooth I am you're uh, so swove and deboner too <laughs> I just found you guys I was looking for some actual play of Spirit of the Century and found the gutter Skypes. I've listened to the character creation episode so far. I should have known about you considering how much I listen to All Games Considered. The any award Yay. winning <laughs> podcast. Correct, correct. <laughs> uh, thanks for posting the sessions, he says. It will help me get a better feel for the game. Also... I have one player that recently moved to the other side of the state and has Skyped in twice. It is kind of different, but at least he can still join us. Now my question. I wonder if you use a virtual tabletop to assist in the gaming? If so, which one? Thanks for the shows. Something to listen to while stringing Christmas lights. And that's what Jim has to say. And, uh, no, we, the only virtual tabletop we use is the one, uh, Right there, right in our, right in our noggins. Such as they are. <laughs> that was serious thunking for a noggin. <laughs> that, that, you, you could injure yourself doing stuff like that. Need you know. an ice pack? <laughs> My brain hurts! Draw <laughs> your hanky tighter, that will fix it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brains in. <laughs> yeah, that, well... We don't. Uh, uh, while I've I've heard other games, uh, I've heard other actual play games over over um, internet that do make use of uh, the virtual tabletop. Uh, we don't actually use one. And we uh, we thought yeah, about uh, it, but we thought it would be cheating you listeners out of it because then you could. <laughs> you like how I'm I'm laying it on thick. We we did it for you. We were gonna, but we thought you know. <laughs> It's not fair to the listeners who can't see what the tabletop is is showing. That's right. Never even gave it a thought that I know of. But uh. didn't even know there was such a beast, really. (laughs) Yeah, well, there's several of them. Yeah, there's lots of them. They can they can come in handy, and uh, I think there's a link to uh, almost all the different types that are available in the show notes for episode 18 or session 18. Or I'm completely wrong. In one of the gutter Skype sessions on that page, in the show notes, there's a link that shows uh, all the different types that are available. Uh, if, if I use anything at all, I personally do make use of Google Docs, though. And I got, uh, I got that, that tip from the Fens over in England, uh, Sarah and Nev, in playing a Spirit of the Century game. Uh, the excellent idea of keeping all that information, like the scenario and the character sheets and the any kind of uh, NPC rundown of who's who. Um, it's great to just have it all there online, and that means that I won't accidentally delete it or lose it and stuff like that. Plus, does it's something the, you can share with other players. Does the virtual tabletop come with the virtual chips and dip and virtual wet bar? <laughs> I think some of them are programmable to be able to do that, and there's... Uh, okay, then maybe we should do it. <laughs> Somebody's working on a modification for a couple of them where you can actually spill Mountain Dew all over the board. <laughs> but it hasn't been released yet. Wow. Uh, I will look out for that one. Yeah, and you can get and, kind and of like 
cheese doodle orange fringe on some of the pieces too. If you, if you try. Extra yeah, but you got to be careful when you have the virtual blueberry pie. It, it, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Stains never come out. It's terrible. Stuff. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you very Turns much for that email, Jim B. Turns you into a big blueberry. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. Good deal. He got somebody. Uh, he got somebody skyping in to complete his game group, and that's uh, that's a fine thing always. It, yes. Interesting mix. Mm-hmm. Live and someone coming in. I wonder what that's like. Actually, okay. I have a uh, friend of mine that's been setting something up like that too. That there's this one friend of mine from my high school who's in New Mexico, I think now, and he's been doing something like that. Hmm. So, yeah. Cool. All right. So, so this next one then, right? Ah, you have the second one. Cool. All right. Okay, uh, from uh, Sean W., he says, Dear Gutter Skypes, the last session of Swashbucklers really took the biscuit. Karooks, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> when Ravina and Karook started arguing about biscuit ownership, I laughed so hard I broke all my furniture. <laughs> oh, God. Now, we should note right here, <laughs> we should note here that we are not in any way uh, financially re- responsible for any, <laughs> you know, any kind of furniture replacement or anything. Uh, to continue the email, though, it's really made me want to get back to running my own Swashbucklers game, which has kind of been on hiatus. Your podcast continues to light fires under GMs everywhere. Looking forward to more, Sean W. Excellent. Thank you very much, Sean W. We are We are dangerous people. We are. With the power we hold in our hands. She's got to go run down the list here. We're corrupting the nation's college youth. Excellent. We're mm-hmm. running cars off the road. We're breaking all the furniture in <laughs> people's houses. And we're setting GMs on fire. How much more damage could we do? I had no idea this was such a violent undertaking. Yeah, yeah we must, it must be... And uh, so much fun. <laughs> bonus. It, it bonus. usually is. <laughs> I guess we're doing something right or wrong or putting out a message of some kind. Uh, yeah. Wow. Or something. I never heard that before. Last so hard, I broke all my furniture. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, for one, am going to work on making him an origami couch to help replace his busted furniture. There you go. Yeah. You were looking I, for a knitting project, weren't you? <laughs> that'll be the, that'll be the footstool. That project Knit a footstool unfolds. origami sofa. Oh, man. Yeah, he didn't say anything about the injuries to himself in the process of breaking all his furniture. That's excellent, though. It's it's glad, uh, honestly, it's 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 right. always a plus. It's it, it's it's always a fantastic thing to hear that somebody's just laughing at stuff that goes on in the in the games because hey, what the hell? We do. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, Mickey, you're, you're making an origami couch. Yeah, I think it'll be kind of fabulous. I think I'm going to have to keep watching and see how that project unfolds. <laughs> yeah, when it's unfolds. delivered, is it, <laughs> yeah, when it's delivered, is it mailed flat and is you it, have to fold it into the flat couch? rate? Yeah, it's but there'll be some, flat there'll be some little pictograms and some destructions, you know, and fold here and then double fold and then you unfold and then it's a diagonal mm. fold and yeah, it'll be it comes great. With its own set of destructions. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I don't think you'll be able to sit on so it. I, That's not my problem. <laughs> I guess you have to build it with construction paper. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. That doesn't make for a wider choice of colors. <laughs> Just don't spill anything on it, otherwise it'll turn into a puddle of crap on your floor and you'll sit down into it. 
That's one way of getting Pulp Fiction into your household. Oh! And we're off and running, folks. Thank you, Sean W. And thank you, thank you, Mr. K, for reading that. And uh, and um, yes, that was an email from Sean W. Oh. Next up, we have a forum entry from oh, a new forum, a new listener, and a new forum member, uh, XO4. And mm-hmm. Andros has this one. Yes, uh, from XO4. Title: Yet more tedious fan mail. There's no such hmm. thing. <laughs> Do we get tedious fan mail? Never. Never. No. Dear Gutter Skypes, as I sit here updating my Gutter Skypes playlist, I figure it would only be polite to let you guys know how much I appreciate your program. I played a few role-playing games more years ago than I care to remember and recently discovered actual play podcasts, which were interesting. But then I found Gutter Skypes, which was fascinating. Thank you so much for sharing your creative bentedness. That is, is that a word? word. That is a word. That is okay. A word. I make up words all the Sums time, so can he. <laughs> I understand it, so it must be a word. Yeah. That's right. Okay. I am slowly bent. working my way through your podcasts, very slowly, as I have to listen to each one three times because my listening is limited to while driving and inevitable... I get distracted by silly things like traffic, pedestrians, and stoplights. So I have to start over to find out what I missed. I'll run them all down. It's worth extra points that way. (laughs) Pay attention to the pedestrians. That's That's right. Three times? He says the reason is that his inexpensive MP3 player doesn't have a rewind option. He just has to start over. Oh, man. Time to trade up, man. (laughs) Three times? (laughs) I can't listen to him three times. In a row? <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> this guy knows more about the gutter skypes than we do, that's for sure. That's <laughs> a scary thought, yeah. Oh, yeah, man, there's, there's MP3 players out there that'll, that'll, you turn the power off, you start it up again, it takes up right where you left off in the MP3. Mm, you got absolutely. It. Yeah, it's worth it. Find yourself very, one of them, man. Very inexpensive ones, too, yes. Reasonable, Christmas anyway. is a coming. Mm. Okay, he continues. Anyhow, enough about me. On with the praise. Ooh. Uh, firstly, I really appreciate the banter you include in the episodes. It really solidifies you as a group and makes personalities come to life so that now my mental image goes something like this. Mark, I picture as Colonel Hannibal Smith, the man with the plan, keeping the mission in focus. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty close. Okay. <laughs> if he only knew. <laughs> hey, I'm afraid of what comes next. Let's see. All right. Okay, Blind Geek. Howling oh. Mad Murdoch. Oh, yes. <laughs> exactly. Slightly off Who balance. I would like to point out is even is the group's pilot, which is even more scary, given my uh, eye condition. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah, this is great. This is great. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. Um, uh, slightly mad Murdoch. Slightly off base, yet fantastically good at his job. And as a side note, I was kind of raised on wordplay, so appreciate many of the lengths he goes to get off a horrible pun and all the little ones he tosses in occasionally. Well, you know, I can do. Okay. I try to do what I can do when I can do it. That's it. Those are the puns that you catch at the the third time you've listened to it. Because <laughs> I've caught a few of them in editing where I'm like, I, I can't believe I let that go by. I, keep, I'm the Motown of yeah. gutter of uh, pod, 
actual play podcasting. <laughs> yeah, pun hmm. layering so rich that you That's discover right. new ones later <laughs> exactly. on. Like the last All episode. The puns. <laughs> Ravenna says, I'm going to go up the stairs to see if there are any booby traps. And he says, well, maybe you can keep us abreast of the situation. <laughs> right past us. <laughs> right past me, anyway. Okay, Adam 5 is Face Man. Man of a million personalities in order to sell the story in any situation. <laughs> right, maybe, maybe in the ones he's listened to, you want a, you want a million personalities, check out M-Force 2 and listen to Blind Geek. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's just coming up with them one after another. Excellent stuff. Um, Sorry, go ahead. He says, of course, that means either Andros or Nikki gets to get a mohawk. <laughs> Dips. Dibs on the mohawk. Oh, yeah. He, he, he does suggest Nikki because then she gets all the gold chains. <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> yeah, but that means that Andros, actually, that would work because his, na- his name starts with an A. So Andros would be our uh, triple, triple A, Andros Amanda Allen. Because on the A team, it was Amy Amanda Allen. That was that was the reporter. That scares me that side you know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do we need to have uh, an intervention? Perhaps. <laughs> I think we do. Get away from my DVD shelf! No, get away from the shelf! Get away from the DVD shelf! Get the shredder! No, no, hey! A pity the fool who messed my DVD. Great fool! I know, that's the weird thing, considering that when I logged off World of Warcraft today, my character did in fact have a Mr. T face on. <laughs> oh, you got one of them uh, Mr. T grenades thrown at you? Yeah. <laughs> a Mr. T grenade? Yes. Oh, you haven't heard about this? Andros, tell her about the... Tell her about the yeah, you, you, you can pick up these items, and unfortunately you can't throw them at the other faction, because you know that was the very first thing I tried. I said, uh-huh. So what do you do? I know, exactly. Uh, you can only throw them at your own faction, and everyone in the area of effect gets a Mr. T head. Why? As, as... Yeah. That was yeah. disguise? Yeah. It turned into Night Elf Mohawks. Night Elf Mohawks. <laughs> Uh, and on a tarn, it is exceedingly scary because the head is so huge. <laughs> <laughs> what will Blizzard think of next? Who knows? I'm sorry. Okay. Hey, so, anyway. Oh, how anyway. Much he had to pay for the yeah, licensing still... rights for his face. Hmm. Yeah. Think of that. Hmm. <laughs> He's always well, been they... very protective of that. They got him for the commercial. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, he, oh, he, he, um, where was I? Um, I was still reading an email, wasn't I? Uh, you were, yes. XO4. XO4 was saying that it was either the A-team analogy or it was Nikki equals Daisy, Andros equals Luke, Mark equals Bo, Anim5 equals Uncle Jess, and, of course, Blind Geek equals Cooter. Okay. I, I have not... to disagree with this one. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse to be Daisy Duke. <laughs> no freaking way. I could appreciate it more if I had ever watched The Dukes of Hazard, but I studiously avoided that show when it first came out and since then. Uh, I, will not, I will not then. I don't know for a fact that it's Uncle Jesse. 
<laughs> I, I, I don't know that at all. Oh. I've heard it from somewhere, <laughs> but I've never... Yeah, I'm You know this one by heart, too, don't you? Fess up. <laughs> God, yes. no. No, I would have to shoot myself in the head. <laughs> it, I, I guess that says something on the fact that I did not know how that was pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> You're a better man than I am, Gunga Din. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving right along. Um, okay, the point is, there's a point. Hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I found it. Ouch. <laughs> the point is, the banter gives the show a living room feel. You aren't just putting on a show, but you are having a good time. Hey. Yeah. Um, yeah. Greatly appreciated, and thank you. It's the fantastic adventures and great role play that keeps me coming back, though. Uh, all of you do a fantastic job of making the adventures come alive in my mind. Thank you for that. Unless we forget, Cartoon Action Hour is so utterly perfect beyond belief. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> wow. CAH got to mention. Actually, I really appreciate this because I was starting to, I was getting kind of discouraged in the editing going, is anyone even listening to this? Oh, so yes, they I'm, are. I'm glad that, uh, thank you very much for, for uh, putting that in there. Uh, X, what? I'm sorry. God, I'm. Oh, X04. X04. Like, okay, go on. Okay. Sorry, I just wanted to... Uh, sure. Um, he, he has more to say on that note. While the only childhood television show trios to keep the theme I can think of are Charlie's Angels or Three's Company, and neither one seems appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Though so it would be interesting if we tried to make it so. Boy, that would be hilarious. Uh, I just get that in my mind very quickly. Yeah. Um, there, there seems to be an almost immediate chemistry between the three of you, which shines so beautifully through each episode. It's plainly obvious that you are enjoying yourselves and each other, and yet the adventure never suffers. Good editing and good showmanship. Uh, so he says, thank you all very much. And that's well, from XO4 from the forums. Very cool. Mm-hmm. From the gotcha. forums. Fantastic. Thank you very, very much for writing that. Yeah. And that was just, That was superb. That Absolute was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> there is, yes, more from XO4. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nikki. Yes. He says, uh, this is still XO4. The title is Fan Awarded Style Dice. Well, I know they don't count in a game. No, they don't count in-game. I feel I must award Mark Kinney a style dice for what has to be so far, my favorite role-playing moment of Gutter Skypes. In episode 25, we're discussing the defeated Koldun. Captain Carl- Carlson asks what to do with him. Karuk suggests throwing him to the Sky Sharks, to which the captain responds, Very well then, go ahead. Slaps Karuk on the back and continues to loot the ship. That's such a beautiful moment. It totally formed the character in my mind. Captain Safiri Carlson is a complete pirate, not evil but with a casual disregard for the enemy. A practical solution to a minor problem, so get back on business. I totally love that, Christopher. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yes, XO4 is also known as Christopher. Mm. And, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I debated actually um, finding that moment in 25 and just pu- uh, pulling it out as a clip, but it, um, this pretty much describes it perfectly well. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. It's, it basically is, what? You want to do what? You want to set the other ship on fire? You, you want to drag them from one of the ship to the other? Have fun. 
Have fun. Knock yourselves out. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Like I mentioned when we were first putting this together, I always kind of envisioned um, Carlison as a combination of Doctor Who and Captain Jack Sparrow. So, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. With a little touch of, with a little d- uh, dash of don't panic thrown in there. Mm. Well, we, we always, I always envisioned Moya's revenge as being bigger on the inside than it was on the outside. So, <laughs> it seems right. like it sometimes, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and who says that the fan awarded style dice have don't count in game? I say I'm not the GM, but I think hell, <laughs> they should hell. count in game. You wanted to? That's fine. <coughs> Excuse me. How many sessions back was that? That was that was at the beginning of the of the game, wasn't it? Very close. That was kind of. I think that was session two or something of uh, of um, uh, Swashbucklers. So yeah, that was a while ago. And uh, so that was what fourteen, fifteen sessions ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come, oh, it hasn't been. Sorry, that sorry. Well, I'm sorry. No, but they weren't. They yeah. weren't. All. They weren't all S. Actually, it's not far from the truth, but they weren't all S7S. So we got Cartoon Action Hour and now the M Force games. So, yeah. if that was episode 25, uh, today released episode 36. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're on uh, for for Swashbuckler of the Seven Skies. We're on game session 11. Uh, <laughs> so uh, and yeah, so that was uh, I guess eight. Um, and nine, ten, eleven. Something seven sessions ago, whatever. It's been a while. Eleven glorious um, sessions. Oh, okay, did you already? Hmm? Did you already release uh, the thing for today? I forgot. I was gonna. I was oh, gonna dear. ask you if you. No, I was gonna ask you if you wanted me to. It's moot now, but I was gonna ask you if you wanted me to email you like a cheat sheet of stuff. Like. Uh, uh, yeah, actually, you know what I need. I do need the names of everybody and their characters so that I can give proper introduction in the in the pre-show thing. Okay, and so, so next, you don't call uh, it a fate game. Oh, sorry, I couldn't resist. Not allowed to live that one down. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, uh, wow. I, I haven't gone back and re-listened to that to, to find a place where I actually did that, but... Uh, oh, it's right. it's in there, because uh, I, I thought I had imagined, because I was doing something else, and I thought, did he just say... Well, well, oh. well anybody that fixates on that can can enjoy it and relish it thoroughly. <laughs> And if that bec- if that actually becomes one of the most important important moments of the uh, podcast release, <laughs> did Adam Five refer to it as a fake game? Then they're going to get every bit as much out of it as I expect they would. Uh, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. God knows I've done enough. Uh, <laughs> hey, last session I was adding up the dice as if we were playing fake system <laughs> instead of. Uh, <laughs> Instead of uh, adding the numbers up, so um, yeah, we know we know what well. Adam wants to play. Next, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Um, all right. Undone. Well, that, that's excellent. So uh, there we go. Thank you very very much, XO4. Fine input. Thanks everybody for reading that stuff. Uh, once again, iTunes reviews are still stalled at five only five of them they're all great reviews they're all five star and we appreciate the folks that did leave them um but we could really use some more so go on up to itunes if you can leave us a review and uh and let folks know that that uh we're around and we, we exist one other mention i should make after these uh now, now that we're done with the uh feedback 
I want to make another mention of the actual play podcasted episodes of, and the title of it is, of Steam, Steel, and Murder. I think they're up to three episodes, possibly four now. I, ha- I hadn't checked the feed. I know it's at least three uh, released episodes of actual play of the steampunk setting and story of Steam, Steel, and Murder. Vivid characters, interesting plots, lots of fun. Give it a listen. All right. Where were we? What was I going to say? I forgot. How is everyone? Oh. Hello. Hello. Good. Good. <laughs> Good. Great. Good. To um, make a quick note on the bad TV of the past thing, I was poking around Hulu the other day, and I discovered that Hulu has Galactic 1980. Oh! That's my Shatner. <laughs> my, my memory... Cry of the Wounded Master. My memory... <laughs> My memory of that series was kind to it. Let me just say that. <laughs> oh, no, you resampled it, huh? Yeah. Edward <laughs> quality special effects, that sort of thing? Oh, my. The special effects, at least for the ten minutes of the first episode that I, I watched, the you know, the effects weren't were decent for 1980, you know. You get to, you get to see Cylons... A simulation of like Cylons devastating Los Angeles and mm-hmm. <laughs> yay, whatever. But all the great orchestral music from the original series was replaced with that seventies-ish uh, kind of jazzy-sounding black exploitation type music. Mm. Oh god! Oh you know god! Why. Really? Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why? It's, why? It's, why? It's, it's awful. <laughs> So you've got you've got Cylons firing on LA to No this was this was during This was during the scenes where you have the like external shots of the like of the like fleet. And the Galacticus tooling by and you got the you know, it's Oh my god. It's, it's it's really bad. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh. But one last to tri- 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 trivia note before we move on with with that. Uh, one of the actors on there went on to play uh, John Crichton's dad in Farscape. Hmm. Oh yes. Yes. Ooh, there you I go. forget his name off the top of my head, but he I, actually uh, went on to something good. You know, I have most to check that out now. I have to check it out. It's like yeah. a road accident. I must watch. It is. Um, it's not really worth it. <laughs> I can't look oh, away. Most really serious Battlestar Galactica fans refuse to acknowledge Battlestar Galactica 80 as any part of the um, canon. <laughs> I know, I know. Dude, they say it was like a bad reason. nightmare that didn't really happen. Isn't there some like, big furry I mean, dog just... beast thing? That was in the original series. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, the, um, I think um, I only ever saw one episode. Shameful mm-hmm. to admit, but true. I just remember some big furry dog beastie thing. It was a dog robot loping along. It was a robot dog, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't that feel all that ashamed if I were you. <laughs> da- See, it wasn't Star Wars, so I was having no oh. truck with it. <laughs> I kind of like the original. I mean, it's... It's all about Star Wars. Just the first one. Well, I, I won't argue there, because Star Wars kicks all kinds of ass. The but, first one but, was brilliant. Yeah, but I have a soft spot in my heart for the original Battlestar. It's 
not not Galactic 1980. I haven't seen it, but I, from all I've heard, like I said, I want to see it in the same way that you can't look away from a road accident. But but the original, I I kind of like that. It's got that pulp sci-fi. Uh, they had blow-dried hair. They had blowouts. <laughs> They're like stomping around with their little ray guns on their hips, and their hair was just just shiny and perfect and little wavy bobs. It was horrible. <laughs> they take their helmets off, and it'd be this perfect, like, shampoo commercial, bouncy, blow-dried hair. <laughs> well, you know, the helmet keeps the hair in place. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> you get helmet head. That's what you get. With you put on. enough dry, dry look hairspray on that acts as the helmet. <laughs> I got a t- I got a cassette tape I think from uh, it's got to be from that era probably actually what year did was it 77 or 78 I think it was 78 yeah okay it premiered in 78 I've got a cassette tape from that year from a friend of mine that I was corresponding he was in college uh, in another state and he said what was the deal with when they go to red alert the entire screen turns red for the whole time you're looking at everything and everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. All you need to do is put a piece of red gel over the whole television and you got so the you same effect. So you can participate in the red alert feeling. <laughs> yeah. Winky dink and the silence. Winky dink and the silence. All right. I'm sorry. Trivia. That's interesting. I found out something minutes yeah. ago. Not minutes ago. Half an hour ago. <laughs> Mrs. Andy Ed. She, uh, t- apparently, the woman in uh, Witches of Eastwick Mm. who spits up all the cherry pits and gets killed by her husband, who, like, owns and runs the newspaper, the goody-two-shoes uh, ultra-nice huh. lady You're talking from the, the book or the movie? Of uh, the film. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And I think she was also an alien. Is she throwing up cherry pits? Not an alien. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. She was the little girl in The Birds. Oh. oh. Hmm. I never knew that. And my life is so much richer for having found it out. <laughs> and I have you no idea why I just... Tonight. <laughs> yeah, now I can rest easy and... Why is... Well, I've got a dog that just won't stop whining. Is this coming up uh, over the audio? Are you hearing it? No. The last... Okay. The last little Not bit really. did, but it's okay. Right. The dog just wants to be included. Sorry. No, it wants to be fed Rhode Island. Mm. But... <laughs> Okay. So to be in Rhode Island, we do mushy, 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 mushy. Like yeah. that. that. That tends to work. Mushy, mushy. Mm. Like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> no, I don't think I'll be doing Bonified that. Modified, proven way. To call <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> hmm. I think he'll just wind up with a dog in his lap if he does that. <laughs> yeah, no, all no, over no, my no. keyboard. And you say, no, no, bad dog, down. It's womp butt will collapse the keyboard and, and press all the keys and disconnect me and do all kinds of terrible things. I've got that's okay. to... My cat keeps trying to send text messages over my computer, so that's okay. <laughs> Help me! <laughs> Help me, I'm trapped with a crazy man who won't feed me enough. Love. Where's more treats? Won't let me hunt mousers. Greenies. Open the damn greenies. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go to, uh, I've got to uh, make a quick um, gaming, speaking of gaming and swashbuckles of the seven skies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got to, that I've been going over. Fine. Oh, yeah, that thing. <laughs> I'm going to, we're coming up on 8 o'clock and I, uh, it, really? we're going to get to the, one of those things and, and they're all rescued by a spaceship in the end, the end. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't start moving. With hands holding eyeballs above their <laughs> 
That's right. <laughs> Proper aliens. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, and Ravenna wakes up and it was all a dream. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I I've been going over rules and I've been steering uh Andros wrong in a couple of different places. Uh-oh. No no you've been uh, you've been attempting you attempted at least in a couple of shows and a couple of episodes uh to make use of a style die to add plus 1 and mm. I kept thinking well no you really can't do that with a style die. Uh yeah actually you can. <laughs> uh, I found it on page 176. It's called To Be Impressive. And it's essentially spending a style die to add a flat, to gain a flat bonus of plus one rather than uh, to add to the pool of dice that you roll to replace a low roll. Okay. I thought there were two ways you could use them. Yeah, well, there's several. Mm. There's a bunch, there's actually a couple. And another one that's right next to that, mm. uh, as far as damage and um, getting uh, your fortes back up. Is called Catching Your Second Wind. And it's a situation where a character can actually spend a style die to recover ranks of damage. So that if you oh, roll damn. the die or several, uh, or several style dice, it says, that roll the die or dice, and whatever comes up is the number of ranks recovered. So it's uh, using style dice to catch your second wind if you end up being in sorry shape and you want to get back up, like, quickly. So, yes, uh, on all those occasions where you wanted to make use of a style die to uh, add a plus one bonus, I should have allowed you to do that if that's what you actually mm. wanted to do. And page 176 tells me so. Wish I'd seen it sooner instead of being um, foolish about it. I have a question. That's all right, because I'm sure it gets referred to uh, in several other sections of the of the book. Mm-hmm. It might, See page yeah. 176. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> No, my favorite uh, is uh, damage. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Andrew. Oh, I was just saying, uh, can you lend a style die to another character in order to recover um, some of their um, forte? I was just thinking of a few times that that would have been helpful for some of us that had excess and some of the others that were down a bit. I don't know, actually. Um, if it's a GM call in this game, so far as I'm concerned, yes. Uh, Probably have I didn't, to justify I seeing it, yeah. something in the, uh, yeah, I suppose, and and justifying things uh, um, is uh, something we all specialize in. <laughs> I, don't, I don't suppose style die could suddenly develop the characteristics of say yum yums, could they? Because boy, howdy, am I a huge fan of those now. <laughs> well, you this, know, this I need a blah I blah think... blah. Well, this yum yum says I found it. There it is. Woo! <laughs> Actually, that's already incorporated in. As the yeah, book describes them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that on way. page 177. To bribe your way into success. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or at least essentially. <laughs> the rules are kind of more of a guideline. <laughs> if you feel like it, sort of thing. In the case of uh, this particular Goddess Guys adventure and my GMing uh, uh, debut, yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. I love the I love the setting. I love the setting in this game. It is. It's fantastic. Yep. Um, this was your first GM, Adam. Yeah. Well, brilliant. Well done. <laughs> Huge. I mean, really, what a what an amazing yeah. undertaking. 
Yeah, mm. yeah. I've had fun with it. The only the only problems that I have with GMing are um, trying desperately not to railroad when in fact I do, and <laughs> the rules. <laughs> but little things that, like the rules. <laughs> I remember when you first said, hey, no, uh, you know what, guys, since you both want to, since you and Mark both want to play this, cyborg, I'm going to GM it. Cyborg. Oh, Jesus Christ. We are the Borg. Biological and technological instinct to our own. Resistance is futile. Wait, no, by bloody God, it is not futile. I wish. Can you see him just leaping around the room? I can. This is. You go my ass. Will not be defeated by an inanimate object. Now you're just doing it on purpose. Oh, that's what I was going to say. He just he can't resist when he gets that effect. Work. He can't resist. I can't. I really can't. Especially now that I've heard what it sounds like, because it happens sometimes when I'm editing, and then I hear with the cyborg thing. Oh! <laughs> what the hell was I saying before I went cy... Or when I... <laughs> no idea. <laughs> cyborg. <laughs> well, I was about to say, thank you, Nikki. That's very nice of you to say. It was something... I appreciate it. Damn it. I was... I was... It was... Something very profound. Adam, can you can you rewind so you can <laughs> pick up the thread for him? <laughs> what was I going to say? Something about if uh, something about if Adam and I wanted to. Oh, oh yeah, I remember when I remember when you. Thanks, Mark. I remember when when you first said since Mark and I were talking about wanting to play, and and you said, okay, well, I'll I'll GM it, and then both of you guys can play. It. And I thought, oh, that's cool. And then I started reading the book and thinking. Holy mother of God, this is not, huh, for, it would be a game I, myself, would be kind of daunted by, and I thought, man, and he hasn't game mastered before, and this is his first uh, foray. And, yeah, this is what wow. the noob decides to bite off and chew. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I, I, I feel kind of bad, but that's kind of where, where my mind went. I'm thinking, wow, okay, this will be interesting, but you really, you have done a great job of, of, uh, of of pulling it together and uh, and it's been it's been awesome and uh, I'm Definitely. I for one it, 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 if we ha- end up having to uh, make this an even longer I I, I have no problem with it because I think it's it's a, it's a blast. <laughs> well, I I I I thank you very much and uh, um, uh, it wouldn't have happened without the uh, the kind of help that I've gotten and understanding and et cetera et cetera. Mm. So, cool, good, excellent, wunderbar. We're in a dining hall, and bad shit's yes. about to happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yay. Let's, uh, Yay. let's flesh out the setting a little more because, because of the bad shit that's about to happen. Yes, it's a That's dining the hall. The poisonous, uh, the, the poisonous, uh, the, the poison that uh, was imbibed by all these dead Khaldun or rather cultists, they're not all Khaldun, they're cultists, um, was in the drink. Uh, the food itself was not poisoned. There's metagame information that just um, magically comes to you from the ether, but you know it to be true. <laughs> don't drink the wine. Just don't drink anything that's on any of the tables. There's tapestries on the walls. There are freestanding candelabrum. Oh, excellent. Where they need to be. <laughs> There are torches <laughs> and, and torch holders. 
There are rafters above, um, very ornate Bavarian-style, all kinds of neat-looking wood cross-bracing rafters above holding the... <laughs> no need, really, because there's no ceiling to hold up. It's rock. <laughs> It's there for effect. There are, of course, also uh, um, uh, suspended uh, rings of candles in chandelier style, all of them lit. There uh, are benches, as well as stools, as well as chairs. Um, so Jackie Chan-style bench fighting is also allowed. Are there any large animal carcasses left on the table? Uh, turkey, boar, and or whole boar deer? With boar, there are several <laughs> kinds of boars. Some have pineapples in their mouths. <laughs> some have pumpkins. And the little baby piglets have the apples. The oh. really large oh. ones have the, have the large-sized fruit. And, of course, stuffed turkeys and that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, if there is something else that you would like to be present, then uh, it'll either be a question of, I pick up the, and if it's just too wildly outlandish, then maybe it'll cost a style die. But if it's not wildly outlandish, then there's no need to spend a style die. I have, uh, the as far as placement of characters goes, I have uh, um, mittens on Ravenna's <laughs> shoulder. Mm-hmm. Unless you would like mittens somewhere else, I have uh, the four of the four of you uh, at the end of the dining, uh, spread evenly across the dining chamber towards the end where you came in. The minions uh, uh, lined up essentially in front of uh, in front of Rapool. Rapool is on a raised set of, is at the top of a raised set of stairs, about three steps up. Leaning against a table that's in the center of that raised platform, the table has food on it too. It's kind of the um, master of the feast or master of ceremonies or leader, whatever. If it was a wedding, that's where the couple would be sitting. Master um, feast. They're above master. the salt then, as it were. And it, the what? Above the salt. Above the salt. As opposed to below the salt. They're sitting above the salt. Okay. Well, they are. What but are missing? they worth... Are they worth their salt? That's the question. <laughs> We're about to find out. That's right. <laughs> so he's got his own table, his own on a dais sort of thing. On a dais, and uh, he's leaning against it, <laughs> legs crossed, dagger up against the neck of of um, Moya, Moisey Moya, whom I never described. She actually is a dead ringer for April Dancer of The Girl from Uncle. Um, okay. What? And he's and he's singing "Ooh, rock me on my dais." Sorry. Go on. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that was for um. You took. That was for XL4. <laughs> you took In that order. to a whole new and level. Was that you humming "Master of the House" too? Yes, it was. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought so. I didn't think uh-huh. anybody. I was just that. Was, I heard it. Okay. <laughs> In order to thoroughly and quickly pave over that pun, the minions' names again are Lisa, Gerald, Bartimaeus, and Frank. They are going after. Uh, they will. They will be going after Captain Carlison, but that's not happening yet. Uh, Pablo, Rishta, Scorpius, and Ricky. They're going after Pard. <laughs> Uh, Krako, Bismuth, Wilhelmina, and Trish, they are going after Karuk. And Ravenna, 
is being eyed malevolently by Angelina, Batir, <laughs> Grego, and Stosh. <laughs> what about Jack, Doc, and Reggie? Who are they going after? Uh, Jack, Doc, and Reggie are going to try and find out where the crying is coming from before one of the members of the household falls through the glass ceiling of the... Uh, of the... Touche. Good form, uh, sir. <sighs> Baby starts crying, somebody gets killed. Baby starts crying, somebody dies. <laughs> okay, so how many tall guys do we have going into this? Sorry, lots, uh... Lots and lots and lots. We're starting with two. Everybody's starting with two. Uh, Captain Carlison's uh, injuries, damages, whatever, from the last episode, from the just from getting um, 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 needled by Moya. They They are all back up to... Yeah. They're all back up to where they were. No more, no damage there. Yeah. But and oddly un- enough, I have a like firearms uh, story hook, and look what I'm about to do. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't uh, at uh, OGM Extraordinaire does not he does he not have three style dice? Hmm. <laughs> you know what? Because of the fan award. Because we awarded- had so much fun with that forum input. <laughs> from XL4, <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Cool. Thank or you, as Mikey, we have now was... dubbed him, Fireball XL4. <laughs> I know he'll he'll like he will very much like to have heard that. Too bad I'm going to cut it out. <laughs> oh, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. I'm being I'm being weenie. Uh, yes, okay, Captain Carlson, three-style die. And the story hook was uh, the injured wrist from catching the sword in the barrel in, of the gun in that last, in that uh, tavern brawl. Is that what that was mm-hmm. about? Okay, an injured wrist. Uh, well, it, it, I, I, well the, the last time that, we, that I was in a, a like, conflict, I took the first point to my firearms. So I'm not sure exactly, I'm not sure exactly what that's going to end up meaning, so... Well, it's. Uh, I thought we magically healed at each game. No. Well, it's uh, oh, technically. Yeah. yeah, technically. This is like future for... story stuff. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Continuity. <laughs> okay, so. So if wait, uh, if you have difficulty as... when you fire, then that then you can blame it on that at least. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see here. Now, as far as actually getting Moya free here. Is this going to be a like dual type thing before everything else starts, or is this a simple challenge, or or how or flashy challenge, or whatever? How are we doing this? What I actually thought of doing was um, Moya herself distracting him enough to get the blade away from her before the difficulties get too intense. Essentially, she isn't relying on Captain Carlison to get her out of this situation. She wouldn't. <laughs> she wouldn't, and Carlos yeah. wouldn't wouldn't be attracted to uh, uh, some dame that needed rescuing all the time. <laughs> as, as the minions get into place and the standoff is, uh, is getting ready to uh, get underway, Moya reaches into a pocket and pulls out the, the last thing I think that was one of the last things that was asked was uh, Karuk was asking why Rapul would assume that the diamond was there among them with them. And Moya pulls from her pocket what appears to be the Cerulean Star. Intact. The hell? <laughs> uh, I hope we smash the real one. 
<laughs> she holds it. Uh, she holds it up, and, and it catches his eye, and she says simply, "Let's see. What's worth more? My life, your death, or this gem?" And she tosses it into the air towards the center of the room, taking advantage uh, at that point to swing the free hand that just let let loose the gem. Uh, swing it down directly where you would expect she would. <laughs> his nose. Yes, his nose. <laughs> and in the process, uh, in the process of uh, his doubling over a bit, not completely, but a bit, he's keeping his eye on the gem. He hasn't attempted, essentially, to cause injury to her, but just the mere fact that she's gotten away from him, quickly away, has... Uh, scraped the dagger across her neck in a very bad spot mm. uh, causing exceptional bleeding and a wound that a wound that she can't ignore uh, her free hand her other hand snaps up to her neck immediately and she ducks under the table Rapool is not particularly interested in where she's gone he has kept his eye on the gem now if Captain Carlison would like to fire at Rapool he is more than welcome to. Hmm. Yes, let's do so, shall we? Uh, let's see. His firearms. Oh, Blackguard like this probably isn't too far from a, a, a pirate himself, so I have some idea what he's going to do there, so pirate. Sounding good so far? Hmm. That's plus four already, right? Yeah. Are we doing this dual style, or is this a, like, is a dual style, or is this a... I'm going to call this a challenge because I don't think, if he survives this, I don't think uh, his next step is going to be to engage you. His next step is going to be good to go after the gem and expect his minions, yeah. minions to do it. So let's call this a challenge rating uh, 11 for a simple challenge. And if you, if you make the, the 11, you'll hit. Mm-hmm. If you make the 11, you'll hit. And then you can roll again to see what kind of damage you did to him. Huh. Okay. Let's give this a shot. Ah, uh, let's see. Well, one of them bounced off of my dice catcher onto the uh, floor. How do we want to rule that? <laughs> if you like the number, keep it. <laughs> If you want to hire one... Reroll it, right. There you go. Look, <laughs> <laughs> it landed on an angle. Ooh. <laughs> there we go. The dice say 11, so that gives me a 15 total. Slick. You can either keep the plus 4 damage to him or roll 2d6 to see... Come up with a number for damage to replace that 4. In other words, you, you met the 11, you got a 15... So that's four. That's four over the eleven, and you can call that plus four damage to Rapool, or you can roll two d six right now and take that number as the damage to Rapool. Your choice. Would four mean? I think I'll take door number two, Monty. Mm. Slick. <laughs> In which case, you could get twelve points of damage. Maybe. I only got nine. <laughs> it still kicks ass. Uh, kicks ass over four. Yeah. All right, Rapool has been hit, and Captain Carlson is going to tell me what happened to him. As in, where has he been hit? Good solid hits. Probably, uh, 
a good center mass hit, probably, it sounds like, from that. Uh, yeah, given the um, range from what you've been talking about here some, it might not look so so bad, given, you know, if you depending on what kind of heavy clothing he might be wearing, it might have mitigated, you know, might have mitigated the full effect of it. But Carlosen's righteous indignation at his true love being treated so, mm. that's just... And she's bleeding. Mm. And underneath the table on the dais. All right, so he's going to take his plus two from the forte made of money and take that down to zero. He's going to take uh, his nationality, Colorona, down to zero. He's going to take his past, Corrupted City Guard, down to zero. And what else has he got? He's got a forte and firearms. I don't know why. He's going to take that down to zero. His motivation. Yes, his motivation of uh, me first in all things. He's going to take from plus four down to zero. He's going to take a swashbuckling four to bullseye down to six. Wow. That was a good shot. Did he say down to six? <laughs> yes, he was at 12. Basically, anything he threw something at, he was going to hit no matter frickin' what. <laughs> and he had chain techniques escape, uh, uh, adding to that. Um, that was his big gun that you... Oh, just, my God! This is big gun. You just chopped it in half, essentially. He's going to have to throw with his bad arm. <laughs> <laughs> but he is uh, fixated on what Moya pulled out of her clothing and threw into the room, which appeared to be the Cerulean Star. Nudge, nudge, wink, 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 <laughs> say no more. <laughs> Looked real good, anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. And he just simply screams, Ow! Oh, oh you... <sighs> Lisa, Gerald, Bartimaeus, Fr- oh, you know your names. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's um, let's move on to. Uh, uh, I've got. Um, I'm doing this in the order of the the first D6 rolls from the very first game. Um, so next up, I think that's right. Wait a minute. Is it? Yes. Uh, Carlson went next. Is Pard. Mm-hmm. Pard, Pablo, Rista, Scorpius, and Ricky are coming after you. This is going to be in duel situation. They are going on all-out attack. They're going to roll three D6s for an attack. How would you like to distribute your three dice for defense? That's interesting, because I'm considering my defense to be an attack. So I'm going to go um, all-out attack also. Okay. Or 3d6. Attack. Okay. And... Oh, wait a minute. Oh, that's... Yeah, I get to roll four. <laughs> I get to roll four and add plus two. Goody, goody for me. Alright. I roll a 13 on the dice... I had a plus two. I get a 15 on my attack. I see. So Pablo, Rista, Scorpius, and Ricky have picked up a bench. All of them. And are charging at Pard <laughs> with the bench. 
<laughs> like a big steamroller. Yeah. On Batman. <laughs> yeah. All right. I am going to use a style die to roll three dice. And I've got um, Forte, Gift of the Merhorse. Well, um, you actually can roll three dice without using a style oh. die. Oh, I can? Yeah, I think. Isn't that right? Well, if he wants to use all-out defense, if he wants to do otherwise and have some uh, uh, attack dice, you'll have to pull some style dice from somewhere, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. You said uh, you were going to go with an all-out attack? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, well, in that case, um, your defense would be... Your defense would be whatever mods you could actually add, and yes, I think you can use a style die. Okay. To roll a single die. Okay. See how many extra swashbuckling techniques I can chain into this. Well, you automatically can. You can automatically add your plus two for um, uh, from your swashbuckling forte, which is walk softly and carry a big stick. That's an automatic plus two if you need to. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned Murhorse, Gift of the Murhorse. That's yes. right. That's see, and we've determined that the only poison was in the food, in the drink, not the food also. Correct. Okay. So, we've got food handy, so I can work on that. Eating while, fighting while eating or drinking. That means you can add another die, so that's two dice you can roll to add to this. Oh, so that's a total of four? Um, no, that's about adding a, we haven't added a style die yet, I see. Uh, okay. Can you use more than... You can use more than one forte, right? Fort, forte? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's been so long, I'm trying to remember... Me too! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> tr- tr- trying to remember exactly how Vagabond uh, worked into all this. Um, I have in parentheses basic hobo skills. Basic hobo skills. So I was thinking improvised weaponry. And, the, well, it's, uh, it's either improvised res- weaponry or making use of the fact that they're trying to give you a bum's rush. Yeah. How was that? Was that good? Did you <laughs> like that? That, works, that? that works for me. Um, the, the, thing, uh, the point was, if I use improvised weaponry, then I can't use weapon grade club. Unless you consider a table to be a great club. Wow. <laughs> I forgot where we're at. We added a plus two for for your swashbuckling forte. Mm-hmm. We added gift of the merhorse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm working on adding in vagabond. Let's add in vagabond. That's another plus two. Okay. Okay. Fighting while eating and drinking. Uh, that allows you to. That allows a die, either a, a flat plus one, or you can roll a die, because that's mm-hmm. a technique. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to use, did you say you wanted to use one of your style dice for, uh... Absolutely. Okay. It it would actually absolutely be great style to go over, take a bite of something out of the table, and then flip the table at them as Mm. they're rushing toward me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that's two D6s you can roll to add to to the six that you've got right now. Also, I am outnumbered. Uh, when outnumbered, uh, that's another die you can roll, or another flat, plus one. And a witty zen metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. Zen stun, all right. 
Yes. <laughs> Boy, for somebody with a zero defense, you're rolling four die here. <laughs> this is great. Yes. Okay, four d6s, and you should be about set. Where one rushes in, obstacles tend to crop up. Something like that. <laughs> Gosh, awesome. Okay, so I'm rolling four die. Never bring a bench to a table fight. Never, never bring a bench to a table fight, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not supposed to say that stuff. When, no, that's fine, yeah. One never knows when the odds may flip. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So, Out of curiosity, what food did you pick up, and is it good? Oh, the roast bird turkey? Yeah. Oh, cool, okay. Yeah. I'm just I'm I'm going to save it so it doesn't go over with the table. Okay. Just the whole carcass, yeah. Why waste food? <laughs> exactly. Okay, roll in 4d6. Let's see what you get. Waste mm -hmm. not, want not. Yeah. Okay. So there is a 10 from my dice. Um, I'm just taking the best two, right? Uh, best three. Best three? Oh. Wait um, a minute. No, that's not true. No, actually, in a dual situation, I think we've got to go with the best three. It's oh. always the best three out of the roll. Okay. But you do get to roll, you did get to roll four. Four dice. So the yeah. best three come up to be 14. Cool. That, and now that's the die roll, or? That's the die roll. Wow. Six. Wow. So what is that? Plus an extra six? Yes. <laughs> I think they're going to be eating this bench, yes? You're 20, nope. you're, yeah, their, their attack of 15, <laughs> their attack of 15 fails by 5. <laughs> I forgot what happens to them. They fail by 5. Nothing happens just from, from that, but then we go to Pard's attack. Yeah, 3, <laughs> yeah. Against which they have zero dice. <laughs> God help them. Uh, all right. <laughs> So please, Par, do describe uh, what these poor slob, what what happens to Pablo, Rista, Scorpius, and Ricky. <laughs> yes, they are in fact picking up the bench and attempting the bums rush, uh, up the what is it, uh, like a couple of small stairs up to like a dais where the table is sitting. Well, actually, the table that I'm, I'm the what I've got you pictured is out in the dining hall itself. The ah. table up. A, Unless you yeah. ran up to the dais, I don't think you did. No, I was thinking I was thinking the ones on the sides were elevated too, but that's okay. Okay, so they're running across the table. I yeah, come that's over. That's a more interesting room. They could they could be. That's a more interesting room. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so they are coming at me, and I look at them calmly and um, impart my wisdom upon them while picking up a turkey and um, sampling it, and at the opportune moment toss it into the air hopefully also moving their eyes to watch the turkey flying up into the air, and flip the table, blocking them as they're rushing straight toward me, and then catching the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're, they're, uh, they're busted, the bench busted. The bench and them run full speed into the heavy, heavy table. <laughs> And they get treated to whatever happened to be on the table at the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I share. <Excellent. laughs> <laughs> okay. At this point, you get to roll three. Well, they're, they're um, yeah, screw them. You get to roll three D6. 
Uh, three D6s for your all-out attack. Mm -hmm. And, uh... Okay, so what, do I get the best two? Uh, in this case, oh. you opted to go with all three dice for the attack, oh. so you oh, get correct. the best of all three. Four. So that's a ten, plus my bonuses. Okay. Which bonuses would you like to apply? Let's see. Um, which ones didn't we add in last time? I think Forte's you can add again. It's the techniques you can't use more than once in the same uh, round. Okay. Okay. It's not going to hurt you much here. <laughs> no. So, uh, yeah, if you want to call it a 16 because of the, the, the Forte's you added before. Yeah. Um, that looks good. Uh, yeah. That takes, they, they're going to add their collective mods of uh, plus two good together to come up with plus two as mm -hmm. their defense. That takes it all the way down from a 16 to a 14. <laughs> so please tell me how you totally decimated Pablo, Rista, Scorpius, and Ricky. <laughs> because you have. Oh, gosh. Well, being distracted by the turkey being thrown up into the air throws their coordination off, and they wind up running literally headfirst into the table. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll drop the pension. I'm scalding. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I don't know if words can describe the undignified heap covered in whatever food was left lying on the table. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm doing a Matrix bullet time camera shot of the... Yes. <laughs> Actually, not just that, but the uh, apparent seeming Cerulean star flipping through the air past the tapestries and the chandeliers and stuff in slow motion as all this is taking place. Probably flying past the turkey as it reaches the <laughs> And as you enjoy, as thoroughly enjoy some uh, delicious cooked turkey, yes, you have, uh, you have dispatched those four poor slobs. Mm. Next, uh, uh, was there anything you wanted to add? Because we're going to move on to Crook. No, I'm just going to have another bite of turkey and then have a look to see if any of my crew members need, uh, <laughs> crewmates need help. Okay. Now, Krakow, uh, Bismuth, Wilhelmina, and Trish are foolish enough to, uh, to zero in on Karuk. Okay, and uh, Karuk happens... I'm going to take a leaf from Hank Bugle's book. Hmm. Karuk happens to spy among the many things in this hall, a statue of the Shaku fertility god <laughs> standing I already like where this is going <laughs> because uh, I just for some reason, and I I don't usually do this, but for some reason with this character, the lowbrow humor keeps coming you know, he, I have the ruck shit on the uh, I'm guardsman, and I'm about to... Uh, he's so, rough. so yeah, so... He's a rough and ready fellow. That's right. And he and when he sees the statue, although this is not going to affect the game mechanically, I'm going to say it anyway. When he sees the statue, in that split second, he 
thinks of all the time since the incident where the Shaku have shunned him, where he's had to deal with the fact that he's trying so hard to get his status back up to where it once was, and in an act of utter defiance, he, using the Griffin gift for speed, rushes over, breaks off the penis, and starts hitting the four of them with a ba- like it, a baseball bat. <laughs> it's a pretty big statue. The way you do. <laughs> a new meaning to the word stop talking, if ever <laughs> Following the metaphor, should I should I assume that that's a one d six attack and two defense? <laughs> uh, or 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 would you like how many, how would you like to distribute your die? It's, it's, yeah, it's not cock blocking. It's cock knocking. I'm going to use. Two for attack okay. and one for defense. Oh. All right, two for attack, one for defense. <laughs> I have my plus two of Griffin, um, and I think that's about the only one that applies. I mean, I guess if we really wanted to get technical, I could apply the plus four from Ruck Rider for, but that's not really fencing. I'm just sucking well, no, the hell out of him. With- it is your swashbuckler forte, and you can you can automatically apply that. Okay, well then I'll take it. Plus four, so that's plus six total. Plus six I'm going total to and two two D for attack. And two D for attack, so that's a total of ten. Let's see if I have any techniques that apply here, because I don't think I do. I didn't check those. I wouldn't worry um, about it a lot. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about what? it a lot, because these guys have okay. only got a plus two defense. <laughs> oh, okay, well, ten it is then. Um, wham, 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 wham! That brings, <laughs> that, brings down to, that brings the damage that they're taking all the way down to eight, <laughs> which is <laughs> twice what you need to wipe every one of them out. However... They do get to attack. <laughs> okay. They they do get to attack with the uh, 3d6. They're going with all-out attack also. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine. They attack with a nine. Okay, my blindly I swinging six. cudgels and sabers and and um, bailing hooks or whatever the hell they happen to have on them. Yeah, so you you have a 1d6 to defend with, plus whatever fortes you want to add. Okay, um, I will add the the griffin speed to continue that going. I rolled a 6 on the dice, um, so that's 8. I have got to... I don't want to pause looking at my techniques, so I'm just going to take a point of... Uh, well, wait a minute. Can I use you my... Have, I you have use my plus 4. So, yeah, but I'm not plus using four. strength for this. Plus four, plus two for uh, for uh, the Griffin gift. That's a six. You rolled a what? That's the six that I rolled. That's a twelve. Okay, then there we go. Okay, so yeah. okay, so they swing their cudgels and their sabers, and which after I have broken the the uh, the genitalia off of this thing, <laughs> I I. Swing rapidly, blocking not only blocking their uh, their swings, but knocking the weapons from their hands, and then proceeding to, on the backswing, smack them all, hmm. and knock them down like a set of bowling pins. <laughs> Take that, you pricks! <laughs> oh. No, you know what? I don't say that part. That's just going cheesy <laughs> over the line. 
I'm, I don't need any. Oh, you, and you wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> no, no, no. I, even I have my limits. Not many of them, but you I do. do? Have them. <laughs> One limit, anyway. Keep it in a drawer, tucked up nice and safe. Save <laughs> it for special occasions. So it's, yeah, it's, uh, essentially a sweeping Three Stooges uh, slap across the heads, only using a, a stone phallus. That's right. It's very rock cultural too. Phallus from the palace. Phallus oh. <laughs> from the palace. Yes, a court jester reference. We are on a roll, baby. Excellent. I got to get that on DVD, by the way. That's a side Excellent. note there. Anyway, moving on. Oh. Uh, yeah, a cultural abomination. Never outfox the fox. <laughs> you have to get a cultural abomination on DVD. It makes you a part of the 20th century. All right. <laughs> that was an excellent movie. You shot. <laughs> oh, wow. Those who try to those who try to meddle with his daring do end up at the angle that herring do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, all right. Anyway, yes. There they went, down they go, in a a manner most unexpected. (laughs) (laughs) The minions expected to take down Karuk, but were defeated by the dick of death. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, they were a couple of hard cases anyway. Oh, the the slow matrix full-time camera pans again around the spinning (laughs) gem of the uh, of the cerulean star. Apparently, that's that's they they learn from the school of hard knocks, as it were. Mm. Yeah, I'm done. And they and they yeah. Now then, uh, Angelina, a tear. Grego and Stosh, this is all took place at the same time, of course. Angelina, Batir, Grego, and Stosh uh, have their eyes on Ravenna, and um, mm. we'll soon discover why that is such a bad idea. <laughs> As they advance, we hear Rapool say, Don Pardo! What? Don Pardo! That's what I thought you said. Oh, I thought you said Don Pardo. That's what I... Yeah, Don Pardo. Isn't that a... Isn't Don that Pardo. A what did he say? Don Pardo. <laughs> and tonight on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Is that what you said? I said okay. Don okay. Pardo. Okay. Don Pardo. A diminutive figure pokes his head from behind the proscenium. Oh. Rapool isn't even looking in his direction. He simply keeps us... He's got his eye on the spinning gem moving in the direction of where he thinks it might land. Screams over his shoulder... Go downstairs and kill that Kuldoon bitch. I don't need her anymore. Don Pardo disappears off stage left. Oh. And minions, oh, hell no. minions are attacking <laughs> Ravenna. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm Angelina, not afraid. <laughs> Angelina, Batir, Grego, and Stosh. Uh, not really being being trained in the same school as the other minions are going with a 3d6 attack yeah. on all out attack uh-huh. uh huh this time they re- get lots right unlike everybody else <laughs> <laughs> she says in a bitter tone of voice 
That's right. They roll an 18. Uh, yeah, I thought so. No, they <laughs> that haven't rolled about yet. right. <laughs> they have not rolled yet. All of them apparently are, are fencing style people. They've all got rapiers. The, do they, they like to hang out. They like to hang out together and do rapier and dagger type stuff. Ah. What okay. uh, What does Ravenna like? Would Would you like to do? Uh, how do you want to distribute of the three dice that you that you get to roll <sighs> at the outset? Um. Oh, for for defense and attack. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to attack. Do you want to do uh, uh, all three of your dice for attack, or just yes. one or two? All three? All yeah. attack for you. Bring it on. <laughs> yep. Attack. All right. Uh, all right. And Damn. Damn. Do, is this where I get to add up my points, or you roll first? Uh, I get to roll first. Okay. You are so lucky. Am I? Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> I rolled four dice. And you got four. I got a one, a one, a one, and a two. No, you never did. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. All right, so two. taking the best three of those four. Two, three, four, plus two is six. Because they get to add their plus two as well. Uh, so they do an attack of six. I should be so lucky. Next game, I'm going to get my ass kicked. It's just going to be a different... Anyway... Yes, their attack is plus six. Uh, Ravenna's defense, uh, what would you like to do for your defense? You can automatically add your swashbuckling forte of plus two. Mm-hmm. Viridian freehold mercenary, that'll take it down to a four, their attack down to a four. Uh, you have a rogue, and I think that applies here at a plus two. Jump in at any point if you want to, because I'm just, I don't want to completely hijack this from you if you want to describe it they're they're coming after you with swords if you want to describe how you're defending uh nikki did you hit the mute button did i hit the mute yes button? yes oh okay because <laughs> i'm busy like no no really i've got this sidekick <laughs> cool, i'm not the only i'm not the only sorry. one sorry no i'm a pee brain i knew she couldn't no. have been quiet that long on purpose <laughs> I see. I'm smart. Uh-huh. I'm sm- uh-huh. <laughs> She's going to roll 3D uh-huh. against her rook. I see how this is. All right. <laughs> I walk you, Nate. Oh, boy. Um, ah, God. Okay, so... so, so, so. I, 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 I have the puppy dog eyes. It's okay. It's not it's working. Okay. <laughs> so, so, do, so, do I get to use mittens for this? You can use mittens, or you can use a non-weapon in the vicinity. Yes, I plan on doing that, too. But see, if I use mittens, basically, I could get them down to no points whatsoever. Because I want to say, mittens, fetch for mama. (laughs) And mittens leaps off my shoulder and onto the table and brings me back. Mm, Ooh, I think he wants to bring me back pineapple. Mm. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Which then I would then throw with great force and accuracy. Okay. Well, I, that took uh, I would have chosen cannon. <laughs> <laughs> well, he brings me the pineapple. Meanwhile, I'm reaching with my... I have my sword in one hand, and I'm reaching with the other hand before he brings me the pineapple for one of the mm. pewter plates. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which okay. can be quite lethal when hurled with enough force, like a frisbee. 
Well, that took their attack from six down to zero. Yeah, I'm telling you, they're toast. And I haven't um, even rolled yet. <laughs> so, please describe. They they lunged at you with swords all folded together. Please describe how badly they failed. <laughs> oh, did they fail? Um, yes, cause... Angelina, Petir, Grego, and Stash. Uh, so 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 I have I've hurled my pewter plate through the air and and Angelina took it in the throat and she's down. Ooh. And um yeah, her head didn't pop <laughs> off but, but she's not breathing. And then with my sword I've run Stosh through, but I've had to kick him off. Meanwhile, um in, but I've used his body to block the other two. And here comes Mitt back with Mama's pineapple. <laughs> I use that to uh uh to when I when I Parry a thrust from who's left? Let's see, I've taken out Patier and Grego. Yeah, Petir, he's poor thing. He bad aim. And so he's got a pineapple on his rapier now. And meanwhile <laughs> I'm I'm uh I'm dueling with the last one and as we circle around I managed to lash out with a foot and I finished taking out Pakir. There goes his knee. It popped with a fabulous audible crack. Ooh, Not easy. Check her out. And that leaves uh, What's-His-Butt, who really has no guard to speak of, and I slip underneath and, well, right through the heart. So at least for him it was quick. Well, does he... <laughs> she seems so sweet and innocent, and then... I really don't know. <laughs> I do have anger management issues, remember, please. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I did forget, actually. Now that you've killed all four of them, would you possibly. like to roll your attack? <laughs> what was that? Sorry. Now that you've killed all four of them, would you like to roll your attack? Oh, all that right. was just your defense, actually, that oh. you were describing, um, which is well, pretty damn effective. Well, best defense is a good offense, is it not? No kidding. Yeah, to roll three d six, and we'll pretty much uh, See if I make the all inevitable. Of this? Um, yeah. I got, I got. Eleven, fourteen. Yeah, that, uh, uh, what you just said happened. happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Six, uh, six, oh no, we're not done yet. We're not done yet because, uh, Lisa, Gerald, Bartimaeus, and Frank, uh, the same time all that other stuff happened to Pard Karuk and, uh, Ravenna, have descended on Captain Carlison, and they too, because they're just as stupid as the other ones, <laughs> are going to go with an all-out attack. What would Captain Carlison like to do? Oh, I didn't lose you, did I? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, Captain Carlison is going to do two dice on attack and one die on defense. Okay. One die defense. Uh, I wonder if I should roll. Should I roll first? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, this is going to be good. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Damn. <laughs> okay. Mm. Thir they rolled a thirteen plus two. Brings it to fifteen. Okay, die roll of four. Pirate and fencing will take it to an eight, so that that's seven left. Mm-hmm. All right, how is this particular group attacking? Uh, two of them had uh, fist daggers, and the other two were just using regular clubs. 
Lisa and Gerald had fish daggers, Bartimaeus and Frank had just clubs. Cudgels. Okay, let's see. How can I get repartee into this? <laughs> <laughs> you could borrow the dick of death. <laughs> 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 That's all right, thanks. <laughs> oh, let's see. Your, sh- your shoes untied? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it has that genital saquois. And you're Cyloning again, by the way. Yes. Oh. Okay. Okay. Repertoire is probably. I, I I can't actually come up with anything clever my, myself at the moment. So, yeah, that's not going to work. Although. No, that's why you have it on your sheet. Call it repartee and then think of something after they've already fallen. <laughs> cool. Okay, that's. Takes it up to a ten, right? Yeah, ten. So I just have to account for five more. This is about all of our freedom, isn't it? Ultimately. <laughs> Want a style it dice, abso- Cap? It absolutely <laughs> is. The freedom of the whole dome. That's another two. So that's down to three. And Free that dome. gives me a 50-50 shot with a style die. Or, if you want to go really well. Which rolls well. a five. Ooh. So. Triumphant music? Are we, uh, is... <laughs> Blind Geek, is that you? Yeah. Oh, oh cool. is it? Okay. I can turn it down. No, I just you looked, want. wasn't absolutely sure. What, what, if it's intentional, then oh. cool. I'd leave it in. What the hell? <laughs> this is the time to do it. <laughs> okay, yeah. so you rolled a five on a style die. Mm-hmm. And where we were at a 12, meeting That's their attack. 17 defense. It brings it up to a 17 defense. Okay, you want to go ahead and describe uh, what they tried and what you did to stop them. Right, the ones with the punch daggers are coming in ahead of the ones with the like clubs. Carlos index to one of the of the uh, the uh, tables, running across, uh, starting to run across one of those. It's, it's close to one of, of of the edges somehow. You know, whatever happens. So he's managed to, in the course of doing this, he's managed to shove the the, the two to, to one side into the the like tapestry on on the wall, which has come down over them. Distracting them there, <laughs> excellent. And and he's just kind of uh, kicking plates and and whatever he can find at the other two as he's running down and uh, and says something along the lines of "Eat up! I heard the wine's really good." <laughs> <laughs> excellent. Okay, their attack has failed, as it should, because they're minions and we hate and we hate them. Uh, Now Captain Carlson gets to two attack dice, and I I rolled all three of my dice at once as I'm doing the whole multicolored dice thing and all that. My roll is a ten. All right. So their defense plus two. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And and when you when you throw in things like pirate fencing, rapier, and I'm sure I can fit insane attempt into this somehow. Mm-hmm. Considering all of this, <laughs> do I hit? <laughs> <laughs> I guess the, 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 the question to ask is, can I be identified with dental records at a later date? <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever you got, let's call it a plus 18, <laughs> or maybe a plus 22. 
or plus fifteen, whatever. Their their defense of plus two yeah. takes it down to big <laughs> big whoop. Um, please describe just what it was you. What did you do to them? What did you do to those poor little minions? <laughs> okay. One of them, with the punch dagger that isn't currently underneath the like tapestry, tries to climb up onto the the like table after after me. At which point, I whack their like knife arm with the uh, with the rapier. I grab the like, scuff of his shirt, hurl him towards the guys in the underneath the like tapestry who are just getting out of there. One of them has that punch dagger ready, and team kills their own guy. Ooh. Ooh. While the, the whole confusion while they're getting their own way is going on. I'm turning back to the the other guy, and I kick one of those, like, small pigs who still has the, like, skewer in him at this other one guy, and he gets the, like, the, the skewer end of that. Oh, God. I, I turn back to the other side, get one of them with the rapier, and then back to the, the like, fourth one, with the long, one with, with the, like, club, who's, who's, like, lunging in, and I just cut a Z into his, his shirt on his, his chest without touching him. He just looks at it, looks up at, at like, Carlison and faints. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, um, that was Bartimaeus, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Very cool. Okay. Those four exchanges, those four quick and action-packed exchanges... Uh, all happened uh, pretty much the same time, and the instant that Bartimaeus faints, the uh, what appeared to be the Cerulean Star has completed its arc and has landed in the fist of Rapul, who is who has uh, charged to the far end of the room where he came out of, and off to the and off to uh, stage left from from that point of view. So you are left with 16 dead minions, or defeated at least. Those <laughs> that aren't really dead wounded. probably wish they were, <laughs> yes. Uh, Rapul has departed considerably injured, but determined, uh, grasping a gem that he believes to be the Cerulean Star. Mwazi Moya is a bit pale, clutching at her neck under the table in safety at the head of the room. And you did hear orders given to a weaselly little individual named Don Pardo. Yes, I'm giving Chains at the earliest opportunity. Mm. Okay. I'm heading up to heal Moya. Okay. I was just, uh, I'm yeah, sorry. I was, just about to, to, I was just about to to say that uh, Carlson's dashing over there himself saying, Ravenna, over here now. So Captain. It's, it's just fine. Okay, your uh, Ravenna's... Where the hell is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Was it Golden Gift? Unicorn Gift. Unicorn, yeah. Yes, that's a plus two for Coldoon to begin with. Mm-hmm. And you uh, have... Uh, you oh, can she's roll. not going to like this. <laughs> <laughs> she's a Sultan Easter. She's not going to like this at all. But, you know... Too bad for her. <laughs> She'll understand later, I'm sure. Mm. Suck it up or die. That's <laughs> your choice. <laughs> her eyes are closed. Put that on next gutter, gutter Skype t-shirt. Suck it up or die. <laughs> <She's> her, 
That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the other one? Suck it up or die. I've got a monkey in my ass. Put <laughs> uh, <laughs> the two together. That's the best one. Yeah. Oh. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've got a monkey in my ass. Suck it up or die. <laughs> this, this, okay. this is a, she's got a slashed side of her throat. She's bleeding profusely, very pale. This is a challenge of 11. You've got a, a to, to begin with, you've got a cold unit plus two, and you have uh, your chain technique of unicorn gift has a two yeah. rather than a one, yeah. which was, I guess, a good thing there. That means you can roll two, yeah. D, two D6s to replace low rolls. So what oh. you get here is two D6s to start off with. Okay. And, uh, or if you want to roll four at once, and then roll four D6s. Two? Take the best two, and then uh, add uh, two to that. Okay. Roll four, take the best two, and add two. Gotcha. Here we go. Oh, that didn't... Oh, okay. Woo! Excellent, excellent, excellent. I take two sixes, so 12 plus Damn. two is 14. These are nice dice. I like them. Moya sits upright very quickly and says, Where is that bastard? Where is that bastard? I so want to get it. I feel really good. What is this red stuff all over? Where did this blood come from? Is it his? I hope it's his. What do you think of the jewel thing, huh? Philopec's idea. Great replica. Fooled him completely. What happened? Hmm. Um... Hard. What What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Going. I think I'm. Let's see. This room's pretty much clear then. <laughs> so I'm going after Don, <laughs> pa Don Pardo. Okay. So Karuk and Pard are are uh, going after Don Pardo. Uh, and I'd like I to find take that off strangely too. poetic. <laughs> I know. He He better not say something like, "Tell them what they've won." What's <laughs> behind door number three? <laughs> It's Pard versus Pardo. Rice Cerrone, <laughs> the San Francisco treat. That's right. Here's the fly. Okay, it's off stage. Tell you what you didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. An SUV. Uh, moving off. Sad. <laughs> stage left is uh, stage left is a is a is a, an entrance way to a spiral stairwell that goes both up and down. Uh, it is well lit. If you observe the stairs, anybody that's close enough to see it, and it's easy enough to do, depending on what you want to do, sees a blood trail uh, moving up, going in the up direction. Prevent okay. will go up. Okay. If, if, she, if that's okay. Since Pard's going off to help Karuk, this is probably mm -hmm. following Rapool, right? I would judge by the fact that he was probably. shot. Yeah. So uh, yeah, essentially what you what you what you know based on what you can see in front of you is if Rapool, uh went took these stairs, it's likely that he went up, and since he told Don Pardo to go downstairs and kill the Caldoon, then Don Pardo probably went down. So we've got Karuk and Pard going down the spiral stairs, mm -hmm. and Ravenna is going up. Captain Carlson. Moya, yeah. are you all all right? I, yeah, he 
cut my throat. Could you take a look? Could you take a look and see if it's... Is it, like, really bad? Tell me if it's bad. It looks fine. Wonderful. Excellent. That's weird. Why is that? Never mind. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. I'm gonna go kill him now. Oh, good. Can I watch? I'm right, I'm right behind Absolutely. you. Nothing says Absolutely. love and romance like murder and Absolutely. death. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, together again. <laughs> so she's got her dagger out. She's behind Captain Carlson. Captain Carlson is behind Ravenna, and you, you guys are ascending the stairs. Let's cut to Karuk and Pard. Uh, I've reaching... got my turkey. You still have your turkey? Good. <laughs> Good. Turkey of doom. Reaching the bottom of the spiral stairs, you, uh, it starts to get a little bit darker, but you, um, there's only one doorway at the bottom, it's the its door is open. You hear cackling coming from inside, but really amateurish, lame, weak cackling. It's just the guy just doesn't have the hang of it, and he keeps trying to get it right. <laughs> no, that's not right. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. Like he's maybe he's got a blocked nostril or something. He's just he's not into the swing of it, and he keeps uh, he, he he's trying to undo. Some some kind of chains, um, throw some levers and some switches against the side of a wall because he's in a massive circular chamber. In the middle of the chamber is a boiling vat, about the size of a Volkswagen bus, of acid. Suspended over the acid is a female with a fetter around her neck. Dressed in the ragged remains of a very elegant gown, uh, she is quite beautiful, but a little bit the worse for wear, somewhat uh, unconscious from her ordeal. She is suspended from the chain over the boiling vat of acid, and the chain itself goes up to a block-and-tackle type system up in the ceiling, a series of pulleys, and the chain runs down from that to the sidewall to the mechanism that this stewnod uh, doesn't seem to know how to work. His aim <laughs> seems to be to lower her into the acid. <laughs> okay. I shout, Don Pardo! <laughs> what? You're in jeopardy! Night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you... There was a, he was supposed to send me help. He was going to send me help. her. I don't have or my hands on my her. steel. What? <laughs> Unhand her or taste my steel. That sounds rather wrong. Okay, I choose to unhand her. <laughs> oh. This is the culmination of my rescuing my love. All right. Well, that was easy. But don't you still have the, the phallus from the palace, or did you put that down? Uh, I put it down. I, I <laughs> Enough already. <laughs> I was going to throw it at Rapool as I went by, but I figured I would save that for the captain. <laughs> That's why I brought the turkey, just in case. <laughs> Don, Pardo was doing, Don Pardo was doing an all-out attack. Actually, no, he's not. He, he's, uh, he's throwing a lever. Oh. Essentially. He's throwing a lever that has set a bunch of wheels in motion. Does a giant buzzing saw blade come out of the wall anytime soon? Nope, but no. Close. But the woman hanging from the chain with the fetter around her neck uh, begins slowly lowering towards the vat of boiling acid. And you hear a kind of a... 
strange uh, series of weights swinging back and forth like a like a giant clock that lowers the chain one link oh, at a crap. time. Okay, uh, since I didn't actually say until she mentioned it that I put the Dick of Death down, can I still have it? with a style dice. I thought I put it down. You have it stuffed <laughs> down it your is. pants. <laughs> <laughs> You have the you have it stuffed down your pants. Oh, that's where I put it. Is this whole thing? I always come prepared. And, uh, oh, no. oh, I didn't even mean to, I didn't even mean that one. That's funny. Oh, wow. This is so I, distasteful. I, uh, I think. NSFW, folks. NSFW. I take the, uh, I take the thing out and and throw it at the uh, the block and tackle system in an attempt to jam it in the in the works. Hmm. That's pretty good. Uh, that's very good. That's quite difficult. That's going to be a challenge rating. I'm going to call that a challenge rating twelve. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I've got one more style die. So if I need to, I can. Okay. Uh, let's see. I what do I have? Any fortes that would be applicable here? Not really. <laughs> well, swashbuckling uh, automatically. Plus four. Oh, is it automatic? Okay. Well, I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm looking at it that way. As okay. A swashbuckling forte, you should be able to apply it. Okay. Then uh, I've got that, and I've I'm going to use. Boosted strength of Griffin to hurl it with as much force as I can to make sure it it jams itself in there quite nicely. Okay. That takes so, it to plus six. Plus six. Is there a way I, I can assist this? Oh, you're going to be busy because while he's doing that, uh, Mr. Don Pardo is going to be throwing uh, throwing a dagger at you. Oh, good. Uh, my die came up as seven, so that's thirteen. Oh, uh, so, your roll was a uh, your roll was seven. Roll was seven, and I got a four and a three. Dig it. So, okay, the uh, mechanism starts jam, uh, jams a little bit. While you were taking care of that, uh, Don Pardo has roll, has done an all-out attack by throwing a dagger at Pard. Mm. And five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. He rolled a twelve in his attack. Okay, um, I'm doing an all-out defense. Okie dokie. I get to roll three dice? Indeed you do. Okay. And... and I think in this situation you could make use of uh, your uh, fort and uh, forte and technique oh, uh, yes. while eating, because this is a new... This is food-related, yes. It is food-related. You're <laughs> munching down. Mm -hmm. And merhorse? Uh, indeed, yes. Anticipating his throat mm -hmm. and where the dagger's going to end up. I'm okay. losing track here. I'm losing track here. Plus, plus two. Plus two. I'm sorry, what did you roll? Uh, Twelve on three dice. On three dice. Damn. Uh, 13, 14, 15, 16. Your defense is 16. I forgot. What the hell did he roll? He rolled a what? Crap. I don't remember. I don't remember what Don Pardo rolled. 
Didn't Thirteen. He say 12? No. I'm sorry. Yeah, you did. He said twelve. Didn't you? It was 12? an attacker twelve. It, it was an attacker 12. twelve. Yes. Okay. How did you defend yourself against this dagger? Because uh, you dagger, did. Because I hold up the turkey. Oh. The famous turkey shield. Exactly. <laughs> if it was overcooked, does the dagger bounce off? <laughs> no. Now I can use the dagger to cut off some bits. <laughs> All right. Excellent. That's generally what they're for. Okay, yes. so Karuk, yeah, Karuk has managed to stop the mechanism that was lowering the woman. I think we all know who she is by now. I think we in, in Into the acid, and uh, Pard has defended successfully against this uh, little weasel throwing a dagger at him after having thrown the lever. We cut upstairs to Captain Carlson and Ravenna and Mwazi Moya emerging from the top of the set of stairs, which took quite a while to get to, following the trail of blood. Uh, more and more of it seemed to be coming out, so this uh, uh, so pool is not in the best of shape. Eventually making it out at the top and find themselves on a platform, almost at the top, essentially, of a tower. Uh, instantly upon emerging from the, uh, the doorway out of the stairwell and into the daylight, you see not too far away, about 20, uh, 20 or 30 feet away on the tower, is a fully assembled and emplaced what looks to be a kind of a ship's cannon, only much thinner, sleeker, on a pivot so that it can be aimed anywhere, and with a lot of strange tubes and ropes and, and jars of fluid attached to it, just the oddest-looking thing you've seen, but you, you can tell immediately upon looking at it that it is a weapon, hmm. that it has a sight. And Rapul has triumphantly placed the gem that he recovered downstairs into a fitted slot made precisely for it to fit into. And he is cackling madly. That's going to be good. <laughs> uh, I knew that I knew it was going to end up here. The Khuldun told me that the diamond would make it to this island. That's all I needed to know. <laughs> Well, yeah, do we need to just sit back and watch the show, or do we need to do something about this? I don't know what that weapon's going to do if he actually tries to activate it. That's that's just a glass replica, but he doesn't know that. It, it'll either... Well, I know it's not going to work, but I don't know what the weapon's going to do. Look! Look! <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> Look, the entire the entire coalition fleet is showing up. Look out there. Uh, if you look off into the distance, you see uh, galleons, frigates, and warships from Krail, Barathi, Ver- the Veridia. Um, oh, what are the other ones? <laughs> the only people that you know, everybody else. <laughs> everybody else. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the Ilwuzi are not present, but uh, apparently are represented entirely in the person of the crew of the Moya's Revenge. <laughs> so uh, it's there. It is that there's a, a massive fleet gathering, apparently getting ready to blow this island to uh, to uh, smithereens. 
<laughs> I knew it would happen. I knew they'd all follow. I didn't think it would be this soon. <laughs> but it figures, of course. They send, they send the expendable people in first to distract me and think they're going to come along and just take care of business. Well, <laughs> uh, this is going to be quite a surprise for them. He starts cranking the wheel of the thing around and uh, aiming the weapon and uh, throws a lever... Some fluid and strange gases start escaping from underneath the platform, and you see all kinds of colors form around the weapon as a strange and ominous sound builds up from his area. Right. Kind of like a... I've had oh, yeah. that has that <laughs> same effect. <laughs> Do I still have a style die so I could, I could whip one of the, the pewter wine jugs out? <laughs> According to what I've got here, <laughs> according to what I've got here, you still got two. Because I would love to try and throw one at his head. <laughs> you know, at least let's see if I can't distract. <laughs> distracting. Yeah, and how that's... many style dice does it take so I can actually headbutt this jerk? <laughs> yeah. You can. You can. Well, uh, I could. Sorry. I could. I could distract him so that you could throw for effect. That would be pretty cool. I I figured that (laughs) that it'll get his uh, attention if I start saying, "Oh yes, I guess you're just so right. I guess we're we're just gonna lose." So go yeah, go ahead. (laughs) As I said, there with the uh, (laughs) basically uh, holding uh, my rapes. You're like a like cane kind of, you know, to point down on on the deck there, hands doubled on the on the top of it there, and just kind of waiting. Ooh, you are the picture of insouciance. What a great word, eh? <laughs> wow. Charlie, Charlie so how Chaplin do I use style. Uh, repartee I, I to get his attention here? <laughs> I'm just gonna say that that move will come pretty naturally. Doesn't have to be rolled for, and it takes the difficulty. That Ravenna had now Ravenna, you want to connect with you want to connect with his head, right? Oh, big time, uh, big time! It might something not be enough pewter? to knock him out, but I want it to hurt. Something pewter, you said. Uh, it's a pew- one of the pewter wine jugs from off the table downstairs. Okay, assuming you picked one up, I'll take a smell. Mittens style brought that. it for me. <laughs> Mittens okay. knows his mama so well. <laughs> I'll take a style die for that. Okay. Uh, your challenge rating, because of the distraction from Captain Carlison, went from a from an 11 down to a 9. <laughs> so roll 2d6 and add plus 2. Okay. And if you get a 9... No. Bummer. My luck runs out. Mm. I got 4. Crap, I miss. Can I at least blow up a jar on the weapon? <laughs> mm. Judging from what you're looking at, it doesn't look like that's going to be much of a problem. Because uh, the the sound of the power ripping up on the thing is getting more and more insistent, maniacal, if uh, mechanical sounds can get that way, and uh, somewhat clunky sounding. And there's an unhealthy red glow coming from the area where the replica Cerulean Star was slapped in. But Rapool is not paying attention to that now because because you distracted him by throwing a... Piece of tableware at his head. <laughs> oh, that's oh yeah, that's that's so mature. That's so mature. <laughs> In the hour of your defeat, you have to console yourself by just chucking things at me. I've been shot already. Look at me. 
You're just damn lucky I'm yes, tired you... from killing your four minions downstairs, you fool. Well, he's going to throw a <laughs> dagger <laughs> at Mittens. <gasps> what? Oh, because, I think not. Because he's that kind of guy. Um, oh, that's it. That's it. I have no more patience with him. All right, 2d4, 5, 6, 7. He gets to add... Where is he? Or pool. He gets to add plus 6 for his swashbuckling fort, down, which is down at 6 of bullseye. And... Actually, no, not plus six, because he gets a technique of when attacking the weakest of plus one. Plus one, so he gets to roll another one, replace a die. Oop, no, that took it down to five. His mistake. <laughs> so he well, rolls he an attack of 11. He rolls an attack of 11 on mittens by throwing a dagger. Uh-huh. And um, essentially, that, that an attack on your sidekick, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, is an attack on you. Oh yeah. I should know this. There's a there's sidekicks can defend themselves on their own, and I didn't look up the rules on this. I was an idiot. Well, Mittens is more of a lover than a fighter, so he wouldn't you wouldn't have thought that he would need to you know be able mm. to attack back. So, <laughs> so you can add whatever it is you want to to uh, to defend Mittens from the dagger that was thrown. Um, like, what, like, unarmed and aiding the underdog? Uh, yeah. Because that would give him two. Um, just being a sidekick, does he get two for being a sidekick? Plus two for being a sidekick. So Hang on a second here, let me see. Plus two for being a sidekick. Plus two from, what was it? Uh, one for being unarmed and one for aiding the underdog. Okay, that's two D sixes. Go ahead and roll those. Officially sit up this time, see if I can roll better. Oh no, Mittens is dead. Two. Oh no. You rolled snake eyes? I did. That's two over, right? Look at sixes on the other side. You can use a you can use a style die. You have I left. You can use that to uh to replace one of those rolls. I think I better save that so I can try and heal the little bugger. Okay. Alright, so he's at four. So he gets hit? Oh no! What the hell did he roll? He rolled an 11, pool rolled an 11, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, alright. Don't let the squid monkey die! And meanwhile... Don't let the squid monkey <laughs> die on me! <laughs> Moya has her uh, telescope uh. trained on Moya has her telescope trained on the approaching fleet and sees that they are they all are seem to be readying weapons and running out their guns and if there's going to be anything left of this island it will be uh thoroughly shot full of holes there doesn't seem to be any kind of vessel missing that's the sky is just choked high and low with galleons frigates and all and warships of every kind and the sound coming from this bizarre pivoting cannon thing is starting to get really, really manic and insistent. Like, something bad's going to happen. Like, really, really bad. Now, why don't you take your, why don't you take your little creature and, and, and do what you want with it. Stuff it up your butt, I hear. That's very popular in some 
place. <laughs> throw it off the tower. <laughs> or leave with it, whatever. I don't care. I've got a fleet to destroy. <laughs> Starts turning back uh, to see if he can peer through the smoke and weird colored mists and strange lights and sparks that are happening around this thing to look at the gauges. He can't quite make them out, and he keeps looking up at the fleet and trying to aim the thing. While he's turned around, mm-hmm. rapier up at him. Yes, while mm-hmm. his back is turned and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do I need? Oh, a backstabbing what attack. Do I need to, yeah. Are we doing this dual style, or how are we doing this? We can do this dual style, and we'll go All out and attack? do that. All right. All-out attack. He's going to have to do an all-out defense because it's a surprise attack. Okay. 3d6. He's going to do 3d6 defending. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. He defends with 12 on the dice. I'm going to stick with 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. I'm going to stick with 12 on his defense. All right. First, I'm going to use the uh, weapons right here technique to re-roll one of those, which gives me... Okay, that's better. That gives me a base of 12. So you attacked with 12. His defense was 12. Defense is 12. Okay. So with the fencing, that's plus 2. Pirate... This is a perfectly pirate thing to do, plus (laughs) 2. Especially if you take his wallet after you've stabbed him. (laughs) Yes. I'm sorry, are we up to 4? I missed yeah, that's up to up to uh, that. Yeah, that's that's uh, four right there. Four damage. Oh, uh, let's see. <coughs> Excuse me. I need to figure out a way that I can literally pin him to this thing while we make our getaway. Mm. <laughs> but uh, I don't think I'm going to manage to do that. Uh, Ravenna is allowed to assist in this. Ravenna, ideas. Uh, Ravenna's busy sobbing over mittens. What, what can I do? <laughs> what do you need from me? My style die? Well, I, I mean, I have style I, dice. I just need... Uh, actually, the style dice... I have two style dice, and we need to roll them both. Ah, that's better. That changes the die roll to 15. That gives me 19 total oh. so far. Oh. <clears throat> can- <laughs> It might be a touch over the top, but can, can Ravenna, I, with a blood-curdling shriek, run and jump on his back and, and, and grab him around and, the throat and wrestle him around so he's facing you? Well, no, no, no. See, what, what I want to do is, because I figure this thing's probably going to blow up or something really, really soon, I want to make sure that this rapier has run him through and is pinning him to the device. That's what I'm going for. Ooh. Just my plan. ooh so if you want to jump on him in that and, like, really just push him into it even more so that he's... he's Ooh, can I even stuff more, his head w- in between some of the jars or something so it kind of... Do it. Do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to do that. Yeah. I want to do that. And I'm so mad. <laughs> okay. Challenge rating nine. Roll 2d6. <laughs> he is so toast. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Sorry. Cat helping. Um, eight. <laughs> got eight. So, after I wrestled the die away from the cat. So, Eight. <laughs> and add plus two for sidekick, that's ten. You're one, you're one over the challenge rating. You've jammed his head into the machinery. That'll learn him. And he's coughing up blood. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, and uh, if I if I add a next time leave the destruction to the professionals, can I add my repartee in on that too? Just to add insult to injury. Yes. yes. And his Literally. pants fall down. <laughs> and his Got pants fall down. Pink hearts on his boxer shorts. <laughs> a tattoo that said "Mama didn't love me." <laughs> oh. oh, you're not invited back. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, down in the down in the dungeon. Over the acid, uh, over the uh, boiling acid vat, the the Coldoon woman with the fetter around her neck remains suspended by a chain. There is off to one side a very heavy metal grating that is meant to uh, to cover up the acid pit, so that essentially it, the acid vat, so that essentially it can be walked over. Um, I imagine it had to be there in place when uh, she was chained up, and then moved aside. Pard has the opportunity at this point also to attack Don Pardo because you have defended successfully you you may now do something to this guy as well he deserves if you so choose gosh uh, I'm, just, I'm just considering my idiom mm. <laughs> offer him a wing and then poke him with a drumstick in the eye <laughs> no there, there are a couple of different directions to go here let's see is there, is there anything else loose at hand? You pretty much described the entire room, right? The the Yeah, the room is pretty spartan. It's pretty bare. It's got the metal grating. It's got the boiling acid pit. It's got the chain mechanism and the levers against the wall that uh, um, control the slow descent or the hoisting up and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And m- maybe a table and a chair or something uh-huh. for somebody to sit down by. But uh, other than that, just torches that light the interior. Right. Let's see. This guy seems to be on the ragged edge anyway. He's still so, trying to get the cackle and he's failing. He's still just, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to basically just pull the dagger out of the turkey, use it to slice off a bit of the breast meat and eat it. <laughs> Stalk up to him looking stern and command him to sit. That's what I'm going to do. Basically, try to overwhelm them with personality. <laughs> wow. How do you do that? Let's see. All right. That would be it. Well, he's going to go in all out, of, uh, all out defense then because he's sure. got nothing left. He only got through his last dagger. That's fine. Okay. He defends with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. So I'm going to use my last style dice to make this nice and impressive. <laughs> mm-hmm. And hopefully it has not been lost on him that I am holding his dagger. Not necessarily being threatening with it, but certainly being casual with it. And, and um, you know, whatever. The floor, a little a little stool sitting nearby. Whatever will do. Ah, oh, gosh. I wish I had some thought of some witty repartee for this. Yeah, that's true. I can brandish the dagger and um, come up with a nice little... Um, Analogy about people who play with sharp things. <laughs> people who play with sharp things seldom people. get the point. Yeah. <laughs> Often get the point. <laughs> Often. Often comes back. Often comes back. At them. So. Okay, let's see. So, um, what do I roll three? Take the best 
two? Well, it, it's up to you. You can use all three for attack. Or uh, he's already defended with a seven. Yeah. I'm you a, can do I'm, all I'm, three for attack. Or... I'm all out, I'm all, this is kind of an all-out attack. Okay. So that's a two fours and a two that's ten without even adding anything. He surrenders. Okay. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> he's not going to do anything uh, aggressive uh, in your presence for fear of what you may do with... Mm -hmm. The stool, the turkey, or the dagger, or all three to him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Karuk. Oh, um, I'm going to I'm, I'm I'm going to truss him up with his own jacket. Well, oh. arm, arms arms <laughs> behind his back. Okay. Can a human head fit inside a turkey carcass? It's just a question. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Yes, it can. Turkey. We've seen it on Friends. <laughs> oh, have what, you really? <laughs> what part is still hungry? You can fit, and it makes a fabulous hat. <laughs> <laughs> If it'll fit both a, a duck and a chicken, I'm sure a human head would 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 fit oh, there. Oh, good point! How foolish! <laughs> he did not remember the turducken. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Karuk can now proceed uh, to do what he wishes. Mm -hmm. Okay, since he's got hard well in hand, I'm going to put. <laughs> I. Uh, the other way I'm, around. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I, I'm going to. Uh, Move the grate back over the acid pit. Okay. Presumably it took us a, a bunch of minions to move this thing off of the pit, so this is going to be a challenge. This is going to yes, be a challenge. Yes, I have my... He's got Griffin. You what do indeed. Hydraulic? Griffin strength. Mm -hmm. Challenge rating nine to get the grate okay. over the boiling acid. I am going to add my good um, motivation, which is regaining status for the love of Lady Evangeline which I think is quite appropriate in this instance. I'm going to add in my griffin, so that's plus four. I'm going to add in my strength. Well, I guess I can wait till I see if I need the strength technique boost. Mm -hmm. And I rolled nine. What was the challenge rating? Nine. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I got 13 then, so... So you describe what it is you actually I, I, so do. So, the uh, dick of death comes... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Item of a thousand uses. It, no, 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 I'm not Have using it. It, it. it was jamming the, the thing in place. It does, yes. I don't, I don't know if I can... If this is overdoing the, the amount of things that can happen in my movement then let me know but the, at a quarter the, to ten lots of things can happen as, <laughs> as as he as he is trying to move the grate the thing comes loose and she is lowering toward the acid pit and putting on a burst of strength he shoves the grate or drags the grate and just as she would uh. would be about to find herself hitting the acid the grate falls into place Excellent. Uh, Rihanna <laughs> nearly died because the because of the snapping of the dick of death. <laughs> yeah, well, again, and the, the the perfunctory slam of the grate falling into place. Phallus was flawed. Is matched only after the as the echoes of the slam die away. You hear the as the dick of death lands on the floor. <laughs> oh, there goes the PG rating in the movies. 
Okay. Oh no, you can, it's we can just rebuild the front it. Front the That's right. It's the we have the technology. We have <laughs> but will we use it? <laughs> It'll be PG thirteen. It's not uh, the unconscious it's not culture that, woman. It's not an actual member. It's just just a facsimile. Oh man. Um, okay. Yes, the unconscious Coldoon woman. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I don't know what is involved in getting a fetter off of a, of a uh, Coldoon uh, person, but if I can, I would like to, to remove that. Saw on the Swiss Army knife? Right. Uh, mm. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll treat that as a separate event uh, okay. uh, upcoming. The uh, Coldoon woman, uh, as you as you recognize uh, instantly that it is in fact uh, Lady Evangeline Amadasio in uh, in a shredded gown, swashbuckling style, as if uh, minions had been unduly cruel to her. But underwire still intact, I expect. Ex- absolutely, of course. <laughs> Uh, her 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 uh, her hands tied to the end, tied with rope to the end of the chain, remains unconscious and has slumped to the grating. Meanwhile, above at the top, at the at the top of the tower, the surrounding um, landscape seems to be altering a little bit by way of uh, fire, fireballs, explosions, and blasts in a quite impressive array of the first volley of fire of the nearest ships. The island has come under attack in probably more massive a way than you've seen in all of your experience. Ravenna, Captain Carlison, and Moya combined. The, they're making use, as many of the ships are making use of uh, the attack capabilities of some very powerful Khaldun in addition to their cannon. So uh, rocks are starting to fly up fly up from below. Trees are starting to be felled and fires are starting as the structure of the island itself comes under very heavy attack. And the weapon, as uh, Moya points out, as she backs towards the doorway, (laughs) Mm -hmm. is emitting the last of its uh, uh, holy crap, boy am I gathering up energy to do something really, really awful really, really soon sound. Because you didn't feed me the diamond that I expected. Mm-hmm. But this crappy little piece of glass, it just looked like it. Leaving my rapier stuck through Rapool to keep him connected to this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like leaving that there, and I'm like, okay, down below, everybody. Now. <laughs> and yes, Moya has bolted down the stairs by the time you reach the word down. <laughs> <laughs> Ravenna? <laughs> Ravenna has to go pick up mittens. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Ravenna Ravenna picks up. Ravenna has mittens. And stumbles towards the door. (laughs) Their poor little limp squid monkey. Which is still breathing and still has a heartbeat. But not by much. But not by much hanging on by a thread. This means vexing misfortune and like three stall dice, doesn't it? I'm sorry. Say not what? that it, not that it matters at 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 like this point, but <laughs> yeah, actually it does. What was that? I missed it. That's a good call, Ravenna. You've got three additional yeah. style die. 
Do I? I thought I used them. Yes, because of what happened to your sidekick and the misfortune that was uh, visited upon uh, that part of your character by the GM, you get three style die. So, uh, what, are you are you are you um, making your way down those spiral stairs uh, with some alacrity? I hope. After I give one good parting kick to what's his butt, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> you oh, you bitch! That hurt. <laughs> and after I sent that message that wished you a happy birthday and everything. Uh, okay. I'm afraid that messenger apparently got eaten by a sky shark because I'm <laughs> behind us. Okay. <laughs> so we've been back to the beginning of the scenario. I know. <laughs> so <laughs> the walls start to vibrate with the sounds and explosions that are happening all about the Razor Mountains, and uh, there's dust falling from the ceiling and. All hell essentially is breaking loose on the exterior of the for- of the fortress itself, and as you uh, descend the spiral stairs, you hear a deafening explosion from above. Right, uh, d- an unnatural sounding explosion does, from above. Does, Time to go. Does the force come down the staircase and knock us down? Uh, rocks do fall, but. Uh, but we narrowly avoid them. But you narrowly avoid them. They come tumbling past you. They come tumbling past you along with uh, pieces, bits of broken glass, some bottles. And rum, the rum. Bloody foot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> bloody foot. That's disgusting. Catch the rum. Catch the rum. I love that. Okay. What are we doing down in the uh, in the acid pit, or rather, in the yeah? Well, oh. I just realized. Can we hear this ominous sound that's been building? You can't from- tell that there are explosions of some type uh, rocking the island. There's loud destruction going on somewhere, almost like fireworks going on just outside a castle. Well, the okay. whole building's probably been vibrating as this machine. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to too. find out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that you'd notice much uh, what was what the what the uh, weapon was doing, but you do notice that uh, the island has come under attack from someplace. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. I am going to shout, Bakari! Mm. And uh, I am. Let's see. How would I do this? He's got the intuition forte, so I guess I would roll to see if he. I'm not so much yelling, so he'll hear me because he's way too far away for that. But I'm hoping maybe the you know the yelling enforces my thought, and sometimes he can pick up on the, the emotional distress. I'm reaching here, I realize. I rolled an 8 on the dice. I think his intuition is plus 2. You've got the empathic bond. Oh, that's right! Um, <laughs> and he is your sidekick. Where would you like him to have been during all of this? Um, because he can conveniently show up. He was... Flying, I don't know, flying around the uh, the the fortress. Well, we kind of left him there anyway before we went. Uh... Yeah, last uh, last we saw him, he was perched on the Moya's Revenge. Yeah, well, he never is very good at staying put, so he followed at a discreet mm-hmm. distance, and so uh, is able to detect. Okay, you hear, yeah, you hear at the top of the spiral stairs that you just came down, because that's as far as he can make it, as a as a 
parrot with a 30-foot wingspan. <laughs> uh, he, he has made it actually as far as that uh, stage left proscenium entrance to the spiral stairs. So if you can get that far, then you can get on Bakari. And, uh, okay, I, I... Pard, help me untie her! Okay. Um... Ooh, lucky he has a dagger. <laughs> Maybe that would work better. <laughs> One never knows. No, we'll save the turkey for later. We'll use the dagger now. <laughs> okay, dagger slices easily through the ropes that are attaching her to the mm-hmm. chain. Who's going to pull Okay. And I'm going to step back and let you guys describe what's going on here, because okay. this is your heroic ending to a very heroic movie. Okay. <laughs> As the uh, At World's End score aptly demonstrates. Um, which was completely coincidental. Uh, okay. Do mm-hmm. this, this brings to mind the question of the fetter again. Is it actually had to fetter? The fetter is uh, securely around her neck, uh, just as it was around um, Bastard's neck. It is locked in place. Someone that knows how to handle fetters, i.e. Moya or Captain Carlosen, because of the Zoltanista training, would easily be able to remove it. However, it being around her neck doesn't prevent you from moving her anywhere. Okay, I just was it's thinking not attached to something in, else. It's yeah. not attached. No, it's, magic it's not. would come in handy right now, but she's unconscious anyway, so to hell with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think based on the explosions part, we should we should probably get out of here. That does not sound good. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell Mr. Don Pardo Renfield there that it's it's more than his miserable life <laughs> is worth, but he's coming with us. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) All right. One more bit of maniacal laughter for old time's sake. I think he's given that up by now and and just is just trying to keep up. It's it's time for a new resolution, absolutely. Okay. (laughs) I will be a better person. (laughs) People will like me. I will change my name. (laughs) Anyway, up we go. All right. Captain Captain Carlson and Moya and uh, Ravenna with uh, with mittens cradled protectively in in her arms. They all meet uh, and see a very large rock peering curiously and concernedly down the spiral stairs as uh, Pard and Karuk make their way up. Karuk holding an unconscious Koldun woman of royalty. Wonder, wonder if we could get her on him and well shoot. My plan was to put her on him and have him take her up, but she'd fall. <laughs> um, like he couldn't carry. Down with one of That's true, he's got talons. People. Wait a minute, he's got talons. He's got talons. You've also ridden with uh, Ravenna on, 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 uh, between the two of you. Yeah, but she... W- oh, that's true. The rock can yeah, carry, too. Yeah, but I can't carry all three of us. I don't think he could carry all three of us. I was going to have Pard and I go up there and have him carry her. But when Ravenna, Ravenna was... With me, she was holding on. There's nothing. She's unconscious. She can't. Uh, I, c- I can meet up with the with the others at the exit to the stairwell. So I don't think uh, you know we'll all be in the same place anyway. Yeah, you're okay. all essentially together. You can decide uh, how you want to. All right, hold the hell with it then. Uh, all right, the part you're on. Fire your <laughs> on with no, one of. No offense, sir, but you're on your own. You're a capable. You're a capable swashbuckler. I trust you can handle it. I'm taking my lady uh, out of here with with the ruck. Ah, what a hero. Okay. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) You're so laid back. (laughs) 
<laughs> Yo, gotcha. <laughs> what is? <laughs> so uh, we have we have like a, a, sh- a boat or something nearby, right? Yeah. Um, Hopefully, it well, hasn't been where I have you dock yet. <laughs> where I have you placed actually is in the dining hall. Um, yeah, I'll with thirty on our dead, way through there. Thirty dead cultists and sixteen minions <laughs> busted up. Uh, with yeah. rafters our, starting to fall. Yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. On our, our our way through there, as we're passing through to get out, I want to stop at the one group of four minions that were using rapiers. Kind of like look over them briefly, pick the best one up, put it in my sheath, and keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Check it for balance. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, excuse me. Well done. Well done. Not that it matters at this point, but there's a style die to Captain Carlos for that. <laughs> okay. You uh, you all know very well the way to get out um, down the hall. The uh, the stores that were set on fire by the flower explosion have pretty, are pretty much <laughs> just smoldering. Work, mind you. <laughs> it did work very well. They're smoldering, and uh, the flyers kind of died down because there's not much left to burn, and the stone is blackened around them, but the hallway is still filled with smoke. Uh, the stairway remains free of any minions of any type. Essentially, he uh, he dismissed all the people that he didn't think he needed anymore. So you've got a clear shot to the caves. And once the Rook and Karuk holding on to Lady Evangeline make it to the cave, that's when the Rook can actually start flapping its wings and getting the hell out of there. Okay. Uh, bits and pieces of the cave, uh, stalactites are no longer stalactites. They're falling. And more and more explosions are going on around them. Uh, I assume you're making your way back uh, out the cave to the bay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With great speed as you run along, more explosions. The island has come up under incredible attack. Someone, somewhere, apparently was uh, smart enough to coordinate the attack so that uh, a friendly fire didn't fall on the Moya's Revenge, which is easily recognizable, particularly <laughs> by the sword of uh, the Shield of Vows, rather. Mm-hmm. So uh, collateral damage has been minimal. The bay has gotten a few straight shots, which has scared the piss out of of uh, <laughs> and Bondin and the rest of the crew. Captain, leaving! What a good idea! <laughs> <laughs> Never heard a better one. Let's go. Okay, so get it. Boating rather rapidly toward the boys revenge. There's already ropes and and uh, uh, rigging grabbing up the boat and uh, off its sails as the Razor Mountains start disintegrating under the combined fire of a fleet (laughs) that the Dome has never seen assembled before and will probably never see assembled again. All the powers of every major island gather to destroy the stronghold of Rapool just in case he actually got hold of the weapon and the Cerulean Star. Epilogue. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Epilogue. There are officials of very high rank meeting in that very same grand gallery aboard the galleon, Shield of Vows, where uh, present are included Philopec the Silent and his entourage and the various functionaries, secretaries, and officials of these various islands. Sitting before Philopec is the shard of the genuine Cerulean Star that Moya had provided him with 
Ravenna, successfully using her gift, had brought Mittens back to full health. Yay! Let us all flash on R2-D2 coming in from stage right. <laughs> <laughs> and all of you are dressed in whatever finery you happen to decide to wear from your various cabins on the Moya's Revenge. Which basically means that Carlison's pretty much dressed like he always is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ravenna can barely move for all the jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> the smoking cinders of what once may have been an island, the Isla Pazamorte, is now just kind of a kind of a collection of rocks that are loosely held together <laughs> by stringy weeds and uh bits of sand are floating away from it. It's uh its cloud cover is basically gone, and you can see that there's nearly nothing left of it. Uh, the fleet is all gathered, and you can see it out the window. And all these officials are looking at this uh, shard. And Philopec looks to the, f- to the four of you and smiles and says, We're all here now to witness that the one component of a weapon that could have destroyed the dome has been destroyed itself. There's a window open in the gallery. Below is... A whole lot of nothing. Well, the view is is off into uh, a void, into oblivion. And down below, of course, far, far down below is the blue. He takes the shard that Moya provided him, and in the sight of all major powers, there to witness it, drops it out the window, very simply, and without ceremony, and without words, and then looks to Captain Carlison. So I reach into my pocket, pull out the other two, and hand them over. And he takes them, and he shows them around to the various officials who examine them, and he drops those out the window as well. And he hands he, he hands a certificate to uh, Captain Carlison, granting the Moya's Revenge full docking privileges and carte blanche at the Grand Wharf of uh, the Zultanate of Colrona. Uh, and at the bottom, a provisional pardon for any charges known <laughs> against the Moya's Revenge <laughs> uh, against the Moya's Revenge and her crew uh, official to the present date and not applicable to any future incursions against the law that uh, the, Zultanese, the Zultanate finds out about bows to all four of you and shakes your hands and the room erupts into applause As the credits roll. (laughs) And Ravenna feels a slight tug on her sleeve and feels something cold and shiny pushed into her hand by mittens and looks down and sees a gold and diamond-encrusted watch on a chair. And she smiles. And she smiles. (laughs) Tucks it in her pocket. (laughs) It It is the watch of the seven skies. It tells time simultaneously in Monte Carlo, Beverly Hills, London, Paris, Rome, and Stad. <laughs> and it can be yours if you call this number right now. Act now. Nineteen ninety-five. <laughs> no ups, no extras. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. For and free. If you order now, easy payments. <laughs> and you get this lovely pack of Popeats. <laughs> and if you order now, you get a free set of steak knives. <laughs> a Folks, this has been absolutely amazing. Yeah, I I can't thank you enough for this. This was uh, 
uh, this was a, just one hell of a gaming experience. <laughs> GMing for the first time for real. And for the first time in 25 years, the last time was, like I said, in 85, and I wasn't really even doing it right. <laughs> um, not to say that I was doing it right this time, but <laughs> just too See, much fun. I never thought we'd reach Close enough. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't thank you enough for inviting yeah. me to come and play, because boy howdy was that fun. Oh, I'm glad you came, yeah, glad this you is... came aboard. Yeah, it was a brilliant time, I think. <sighs> Wow. <sighs> All right. I didn't think it would happen, but we reached the end of the <laughs> Is this a good time to tell you all the things that, that we're going to be? But <laughs> the deleted scenes, the game section commentary. Director's commentary. That's the next eight volumes of The Wheel of Time that we're uh, going to be a part of this. Uh, Amazing. All right. I, I will let you in on this. It was uh, it was Rapool making use of the Kuldun gifts of Lady Evangeline. Oh, damn, we didn't have that scene. <laughs> no, she's still unconscious as far as we know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, upon regaining consciousness, it, uh, the captain was successful. She just stopped in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Clean her and in her rush, cabin. but still unconscious and propped up. In <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kirk changes her hat every once in a while. Oh. <laughs> Make sure her lips are formed in a smile. <laughs> oh man! Wanders by, kisses her hand every now and again. <laughs> uh, you, you you do discover that uh, yeah, Lady Evangeline is is brought to to wakefulness, and you do discover that. Uh, the reason that she had gone back to the wilderness of uh, of uh, Shakaruk was to find the anti-weapon, to find the defense against the original plans that she found when she was a teenager and turned over to the uh, the bad guys. Ah. She was captured then. She never <coughs> intended to remain with the cult. She was working against them. She bought the diamond so that they wouldn't have it, so that it couldn't be used in the weapon. Instead of destroying it, she just held on to it. That was a foolish mistake. But, uh, yes, she uh, fully f had full confidence that Karuk would come to her rescue. However, while she was waiting, Rapool was making use of her Kuldun talents to uh, discern what was going to happen. And it was Rapool that actually sent the message to the Moya's Revenge in the form of that weird old ghostly oh. guy. Ah, okay. Uh, he made a comment to that effect before he was kiboshed. Yeah. yeah, he disguised a birthday greeting in the form of something from her mother, but uh, yeah, he was the one that essentially set the Moyes' revenge up to find the galleon. And his his prophecy from the Kaldun woman, from Evangeline, was that the Cerulean star would make it to would arrive at the Isla Pazamorte. She, of course, didn't tell him that Captain Carlosen was going to destroy it, mm -hmm. but that it would simply make it to the island, and that's what he was banking on. Yes. And it did make it. And it made it. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Prophecy fulfilled. Absolutely. And then, uh, bang. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Okay. Uh, did, what other loose ends did I leave out? <laughs> well, there was that uh, 
rather nebulous promise that uh, like that like Moya had extracted from a Carlison at some mm-hmm. point during the I'll tell you later thing. Yes, what's in it for her? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we'll leave that open ended. <laughs> okay. I think we'll leave that open ended as in uh yeah. If, if there's going to be a next adventure, it's going to involve stuff that Carlison is going to have to do for Philopec. Maybe, maybe we rename the boat Moya's Promise. Mm. <laughs> Just revenge X'd out. That's pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I That's still love the... Good. You told them? Well, she is, well, yeah, she's proud of the fact that she's got this pirate guy off that occasionally, you know, her true love and his true love, it's like, uh, yeah. On the other hand, yeah, you're right. It stuff. is Moya's revenge. It still, isn't it? In a way. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Wow, what a saga. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, lesson one GMing, don't don't write the Wheel of Time. Just... just <laughs> I don't know. You pulled it off pretty well. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, you had to cut and trim as you went, but that's kind of par for the course of any adventure, I've, at least that I've run so far. Yeah, and you guys like turned it into a living, breathing thing that needed a really heavy. <laughs> it needed a. It needed a, 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 a kind of a maze of a run <laughs> to run around in, <laughs> because you kept. You kept doing the wildest and most amazing things. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, Adam Five speak for, you kept screwing up the... the <laughs> no, and you couldn't do what you were people. supposed to do. No, no, actually, what you were doing, that's not what happened. What you were doing, essentially, was you were, you were filling out the characters very thoroughly. You were fleshing out these characters so amazingly, simply by the way you were reacting to the stuff that was happening in the story. That, I think, th- that I think added in a very fun way, in an extremely fun way, to, to essentially the length of, uh, of the length of time it took to do it. If you had no particular input or unexpected things going on, then uh, it would only have taken 10 sessions instead of 11. <laughs> <laughs> the soul of brevity. <laughs> Excuse me. Excellent. All right. Very cool. Wow. All right. What are we What are we gonna do now? I I I, uh, <laughs> I forgot. We, we were like yeah. we were gonna we were gonna meet for the twenty third, but we can't. Mm-hmm. Um, schedule wise, that doesn't work, and uh, I don't know what we want to do for that. Was there a consensus for the twenty second? Works for me. I can the twenty second officially works fine for me. Okay. So December twenty second. And at that point, we're going to, what are we going to do? Go over game possibilities? Or try and do a one-shot? Sing Welcome Christmas from the Grinch that stole Christmas you all promised. Uh, (laughs) I'll give it a try. I don't remember promising, but I'll give it a try. Um, I never could manage the words to the Who song. Just just wall hum. Nobody knows what the words are. And I want to be little Cindy Lou Who, who is no more than two. Okay. <laughs> is is, uh, yeah. is Blind Geek going to have the strength of ten Grinches plus two and run a one shot, or did somebody else have? Because I heard rumor of that. Uh, yeah, I think I can. I think I could pull that off. We got just enough time to get get the Christmas one just under the wire. 
cool. <laughs> what are we going to do? Uh, oh, yes. I was going to say, the, are we doing another Spirit of the Season? I think it's only fitting, mm-hmm. since that's kind of what started us, and that's, and Adam's got, obviously, the, he's jonesing for some fate. <laughs> I, <laughs> Seems that way. <laughs> <laughs> Seems that way. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah all see. right. All we need to yeah. All we need to do is get Nikki fixed up with a, a character, and we're good to go well, there. I was going to say, I can I can sit this one out so you guys can have, like, your anniversary show. That'd be pretty groovy. No, no, you are a part of the group. Shut up. Oh, stop. And no, don't character. you tell me to shut up. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Sit this one out. Sit this one out. No, I no. don't think so. <laughs> no, cause, because then you can, ha- you can have this wonderful special game. No, no, see? no, no. And I say shut up with the most affection possible. <laughs> well, well, thank you, my dear. And I say fine, fine. But then I'll just be some lowly... Oh, I want to be the minions. I'll just, I'll just be a... Uh, just give me a list of minions and I can be the minions. Okay. Actually, you know, you know how the um, Spirit of the Century character creation is so kind of, kind of group-oriented. Um, since we already have our characters, you might go ahead and pre-prepare one. Mm. And based on something that will work in there, you know, kind of insert yourself in our novels, and we can work out how we fit into your novels later. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Nikki? Yeah? If you want, I mean, via email, this is this will be a pretty simple setup. Via mm-hmm. email, I'll, I'll uh, work with you to set up a, a character so that you are a spirit-of-the-century, over-the-top pulp uh, hero or heroine, depending on how you uh, set it up. And, can and I channel we'll, Catherine Hepburn? Hello, Probably. darling. Very fast talking. It's oh. very straightforward. Hello. Oh, you <laughs> Out of my way. Either Catherine Hepburn or maybe Barbara Stanwyck. What do you mm. mean, you brute? <laughs> <laughs> so between now and the 23rd, we'll come up with a character so that you'll have one ready for uh, for uh, a Spirit of the Season one-shot. That would be excellent. Nice. Yeah, that, yeah, I'm looking forward cool. to it myself. All right, and I'll go... I'll go um, I'll go, I can, I can download those podcasts, which I haven't gotten them, so I can track down the first ones, right? And give them a listen to hear what you all did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. it'll work out. Yes, I will do that. I yeah. will. Yeah and, if, yeah, and if you have time, I would listen to the Spirit of the Season ones as well from last year, just because it may tie in. Ooh. Uh, huh. May. Well, that probably won't happen then, right? <laughs> Actually, in all honesty, it may not. I just want to allow myself for the possibility, and I don't want to not be able to do it because not everyone has heard the, the you know, first ones. So I have ideas that might come to fruition where it could, but I'm not holding myself to those necessarily because I've got something else I'm going to do. So. I can't wait for this. <laughs> no. I can't wait for this. This is going to be good. So this will be Tuesday yeah. the 22nd. Yes? Tuesday right. the 22nd, yes. Tuesday, Tuesday the 22nd. 22nd. All right. Be there, be square. Excellent. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. Then. Thank you, Eric. Uh, thank you, and do we know? Um, what? I'm sorry, say again? I missed what Mark, Mark? said. Oh, I, I was just asking, do we, do, do, do we have an idea what we want to do after that? Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. You want a lot of answers, don't you, Mark? I want to play, <laughs> a, I want to play a character in a I game. I want the truth. 
<laughs> you can't handle the truth. Yes, thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Yeah, I'm wondering if I'm going to need to be ready to do uh, my game, or if you still had a guest uh, game master lined up you wanted to work with first. Uh, I haven't heard from him, so if you've got something, let's uh, let's roll with it. Yeah, I, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to hear what uh, Nikki wanted because I was kind of interested in trying to do something with Spirit of the Century. Cool. Oh, sweet. Cool. So kind of backwards the way we did it originally. <laughs> okay. I think anything that you all come up with will be marvelous. I think so, too. Okay, good. Oh, this is going to be fun. I am amazed. No, I am I truly, I am constantly amazed at the, uh, the breadth of imagination that you guys have. So... <sighs> a struggle to keep up, let me tell you. <laughs> it's because of too much TV when we were youths. <laughs> we were t- Clearly, if we were talking about Galactica 1980 earlier. <laughs> well, that's one of the classics. you got to be talking about the classics. <laughs> or even joke references to Fireball XL5. <laughs> I actually watched yeah. that when I was a kid. <laughs> I've only heard the theme song. I don't even know what it was about. <laughs> I, but, I had I had the toy. Oh, oh wow! The big plastic version of that spaceship. Oh, it was it was one of those. Uh, it was the very fr- I think it was very first of the Super Marionetronic things. Yeah, Super Marionation. Super Marionation in black Jerry and white. And Sylvia Anderson in black and white. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. exactly. You can see him on YouTube. I think. When? When really? was that? Ooh. I don't. Ooh, I, I may have to think, look that I up. Nineteen sixty-three. Mm-hmm. I think it was. It was either sixty. Yeah. Uh, Thunderbirds was 64, so yeah, I think that was 63, possibly earlier. Oh, no, they have, they made a big jump. <laughs> yeah, there there was some amazing stuff that they came out. It, it was uh, Great Britain, mm. puppeteers, and they didn't want to call them marionettes because uh, the pu- pu- producer said, no, nobody's going to watch marionettes in America. <laughs> So they called it Super Marionation. (laughs) (laughs) And Americans went, oh, I love that. Oh, yeah, the kids went nuts over it. I, of course, you know, was too sophisticated at the time. I, you know, at four years old, I was already jaded. (laughs) I was a diehard fan of Dark Shadows, thank you very much. Oh, I remember Dark Shadows. I had my program. (laughs) Oh. This makes me want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna underdub the theme to Dark Shadows in this. Good. <laughs> well, folks. All right. This is excellent. We've got a. Uh, a, a, a Eric's gonna run a, blind, a one shot for us uh, mm-hmm. on the 22nd. Spirit mm-hmm. of the Century. I'll work with Nikki on uh, coming up with a character. Thanks. And uh, and um, this has been fantastic. Sorry it took so long. I know you're tired of hearing no. that, so I will just stop with that. Stop uh, apologizing. Okay. I do have one request since we're going to be trying trying to do a one shot, mm-hmm. which in a which is for us a first. <laughs> uh, can we, if we get feedback, can we either hold off on it till uh, after the one shot, or can you just tack okay. it on? Because yeah, then we okay. have as much of the three hours as we can. Okay. You know, we're obviously going to yeah. have a little bit of banter because otherwise it's. Just like, okay, let's game. It's supposed to be... Uh, <laughs> but, no uh, talking! Roll dice! No talking! Roll dice! Get it, get it. Come on, chop, chop! All right. You did! <laughs> You're right, that does make sense. That does make sense. So, and excellent. our GM killed us all off in five minutes flat. It was amazing. 
TPK. TPK. Merry damn Christmas. Time for drinkies. Merry Christmas, you're all dead. Up to the nog, everybody. Hey, Mom, I'm dead. I was in jail, but now I'm dead. I don't know where I'm going with that. Sounds familiar. Is that from something? We're coming up on 10.30 here. i got to oh. let you guys go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take care, okay. everyone. Good night, everybody. Uh, everybody Bye. stay safe, stay Atlanta, warm, you're gonna, and get some you're sleep. You're going to handle her character for uh, make, making her character? or? Uh, yes. So the two of us will work together on coming up with a character for okay. the one time. I, I'm going to pay him lots of money to write one really groovy for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you didn't hear that. No, 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 no. no. Can you email you that one to us before the game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because then I can try and incorporate some... Yeah. yeah. More important that he gets it. That's true. Yeah. I want to be the little match girl on the corner, dying. Sounds Feed by my matches. The little match girl with the deadly automatic. <laughs> Actually, that has potential right there. <laughs> what else has she got in her tray? <laughs> All right. You can pull the pin with your teeth. <laughs> oh, I already know this is going to be good. <laughs> okay, guys. Nighty night. All right. Take take good care night, and folks. good night. And stay safe. Good night. Bye bye. What an amazing, what an amazing experience it was. Uh, I think every, I said everything that I wanted to say uh, while we were there gathered, so I'm not going to tack it on to the end here. It is what it is, and I had fun, and I hope everybody else had fun too, and I certainly hope you had fun listening to it. Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies is an amazing, amazing game. It was written by Chad Underkoffler. It was published by Atomic Sock Monkey Press and Evil Hat Productions. And it comes very highly recommended, of course, from the gutter skypes. As you heard toward the end of the session, uh, we've got plans to do a Spirit of the Season one-shot. Eric will be running that. Um, Hopefully, if all goes well, that will in fact take place. In the meantime, I believe there will be, of course, more gutter skypes released. If possible, they will either be Cartoon Action Hour or M-Force games so i look forward to that hope you do too but until then thanks again and see you then